0: the blaze radio network on demand pat gray is here on the blaze radio
1: network friday already march 2nd already wow it's just it's amazing 888-900-3393, Triple eight nine hundred 3393 Pat Gray unleashed. Uh, we of course, there's still plenty to uh, discuss on the uh, gun control front. President actually did something interesting yesterday that we'll we'll talk about. Uh, but you it doesn't have to be about gun control. You can. This is uh, it's free speech Friday, so you can call us with whatever's on your mind, whatever you want to talk about. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, it, it could be something as varied as, like right before the show, we read this article uh, about a group who has done something historic, never never happened before in the history of music. Yeah, a group named Twenty One Pilots, whom I've never heard of, but uh, uh, Stu had, Keith hadn't heard of them. Mm-mm. I haven't heard of them. Ron, you no, that's I mean, uh, wow, none of us old guys, and old, by old I mean over thirty five. We we had not heard of this band. Uh, but their album, "Blurry Face," I guess, has 14 songs in it. All 14 have gone gold or platinum.
2: That's amazing.
1: That's never been done in the history of music. I mean, and that's not a throwaway album. That's not 10 tracks. That's 14. 14 tracks all going gold or platinum. That's <laughs> incredible. Wow. So they've got a song called Stressed Out. I uh, checked it out and uh, went to the video. 1,266,000,000 views. <laughs> it's just, wow. and I've never heard of this yeah, band. Yeah,
2: and that's more views than Jeffy going to the bathroom got.
1: Right, yeah, slightly. I mean, a little, a, a little couple bit. of more, a little bit more. couple more. Yeah, I'd never uh, heard of them either, which I'm ashamed to say. Oh, it's. I mean, we that old and out of touch. I guess yes, so. We're completely. I guess that's what's happened out of here. Touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, KFC. I, I can't remember if we talked about the shortage in chicken. I think we did last week. They had a chicken shortage at KFC in UK in the UK. And that can't stand. Uh, so they had to close 800 (laughs) KFCs in the UK. Um, you're a chicken restaurant. You ran out of chicken. Yeah. So we've got to close (laughs) now, in addition to the chicken shortage, they're also short on gravy. So no chicken, no gravy at KFC. Now gravy isn't the key, I guess, to KFC. You could actually have a decent meal at KFC and just not have gravy. Maybe opt for French fries instead of the mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that ever since they switched delivery uh, companies, <laughs> they've, they've had serious issues in the UK. So some restaurants there are serving a limited menu with many not serving gravy at all. KFC has this problem because they switched to DHL. Uh-oh. And they can't apparently handle... Uh, the situation.
2: Okay, so it's not like Bob downstairs who's in charge of ordering the food. Like you could see the gravy <clears> shipment <throat> reminder sliding, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. chicken one. No, this is actual company that's failing them, huh? Yeah, mm.
1: yeah. They were the, in the story I read about the chicken situation. Uh, it looked they said it, you know it could cost DHL thirty three million dollars to bet. make up for this. Yeah. I, I would think so. And they said it wasn't a situation that would be resolved in days. It was more like weeks. So for weeks, you could have 800 KFCs closed because they don't have any chicken? Yeah, it's really bad. Bad choice in delivery services, perhaps. I don't know.
2: But, you know... I don't know. On the plus side, though, as someone who eats a KFC, mm-hmm. it's good to know that it's not like they've got just big stockpiles of chicken sitting in the back. Yeah. You know, it's it's relatively churned yeah. fresh, you Hopefully know? it's fresh, yes. A
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. really strange... Strange situation um, in Corsicana, Texas. It's just south of the Dallas Metro. Corsicana, Texas, D- just south of the uh, uh, the Dallas Metroplex. There was a statue of a gorilla at a community park playground, and it was just a gorilla. And kids would get on it, and it was in a cage or something, and and it was part of the playground, and it was there for I think 19 years. It's been removed because it was racist. Uh, what race is the gorilla? Um, I'm confused. Didn't say anything on it. They weren't implying anything by it. But people would complain. Hey, uh, that's racially insensitive that you've got a gorilla there. Uh, in what way? What are you saying? It seems like the racism might be on the racism might be on your part there. I don't know. Uh, I it, it explained nowhere in the article what these people found insensitive racially about it. Because how, how would you explain it? <laughs> there is no way for a gorilla just by itself to be racist. Spokesperson for the city said some community members found the gorilla offensive, racially insensitive in some form, and requested its removal. So they did. I can't Outland even...
2: I'm gonna start just making random requests of city just
1: I know because um, well, you're white so it won't work.
2: Oh you know what? you know what I, I didn't stop to read the 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 uh, plaque in front of it, but uh, I was in South Lake uh, a couple days ago and um, mm-hmm. there's a uh, there's a statue of a police officer and a firefighter. Now I don't know if these were guys who maybe died in the line of duty. I have no idea, but I did note as I drove by, They were dudes and they were white. A police officer Mm. and a firefighter. South Mm. Lake, Texas. Oh, no. We got to get that out.
1: Uh, You know, I'm sure that's already in in the works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure they've already thought of that. Yeah. Mayor Denbo of Corsicana said he's open to the gorilla returning in some form. But uh not right now because too many people are upset I mean, It's it. a hot
2: issue. I mean it's, it's a, a it's a gorilla razor,
1: yes. In a park. Right, which means Hate. of course, hatred, racism. I mean oh, I discrimination. Can't it took.
2: I mean, this is twenty eighteen. We can't have you having statues of animals.
1: <laughs> Can you think of anything just, that seriously? I mean, I can't think of a single thing.
2: Please offend me.
1: That would make that racist. I it's a gorilla statue. Uh in a park. I uh, I don't even I can't comprehend how it gets what, anywhere near racism. You know what
2: pisses me off? Are statues of um, pelicans. I don't I just they just piss really? me off.
1: And they're racist? Yeah.
2: Whenever I see a pelican
1: statue You feel like you're being violated. I'm like,
2: what is happening? Man, how racist mm-hmm. is this pelican? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's white
1: mm-hmm. and
2: it's got a you know, a big mm-hmm. bill and stuff, and it's really pissing me off. Let's get it out of here.
1: So stupid. We've become so (laughs) stupid as a society. It's it's actually painful. (laughs) It's actually painful. It hurts. Mm -hmm. It it causes physical pain at this point. (laughs) It does. Just I just ache all over because of it. Also, uh, Donald Trump did something interesting yesterday. A lot of people probably disagree with this, but while most people within the gaming industry have just moved on. Over the debate about violent video games, there's nothing wrong with them. Don't worry about it. The recent rise in school shootings in the U.S. brought the topic back up. And President Trump brought them up as a possible cause of recent school shootings. According to this article, despite the fact that most scientific research agrees that violent video games have no major effect on players. Really? Some scientific research suggests it does. Still the topic, part of the debate, and uh, so President Trump invited some of these uh, gamer industry people in to talk about it, which is, I think, it needs to be talked about. Something's happened. I mean, we've changed, and people's people are broken to the point where they're willing to kill uh, at school and other places. It's not just school grounds where these things occur. We're broken to the point where a high school teacher, again in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex at McKinney High School, uh, a vicious fight breaks out in his classroom between between two students.
2: Okay, he jumped in, right, and stopped it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, hmm? uh, no, but he did uh, grab his phone and walk across the uh, classroom to get a really good vantage point, and he did record it. So he'll have that for later to post on Facebook or maybe his. Twitter account or Instagram, Snapchat. I don't know. I don't know where he's. And he's smiling as he's recording it. Do we have that? Let's. Yeah, there it is. Oof. I mean, look at them swinging each other. I mean, that's a really, serious fight happening. That's a serious fight. They're wailing on each other. He's smiling, recording. Uh, just bizarre. At least he's been suspended. So uh, McKinney High School found that somewhat offensive, and they suspended the teacher. So. We're broken to the point where a teacher doesn't intervene and stop them. Nah, he's over there smiling and recording it on his phone because, uh, wow, this is fun. This is exciting.
2: Look at that. You got to document <laughs> this stuff. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's a, unbelievable to me. Fight club, you know? <clears throat> District put out a statement explaining that its actions were in violation of their policies and their expectations. Uh, the name of the teacher hasn't been made public. McKinney ISD made it clear the appropriate disciplinary actions would be taken so it might be go beyond suspension i suppose but that that's that is great he's a big dude too it's a pretty big guy but uh, i'm not getting into that i'll just watch and tape it it'll be cool i mean what did you Post expect him to do pat i don't know maybe separate the two of them
2: why would you why is he's like is he the teacher
1: yeah he is oh, okay. the I'm teacher. Sorry. I yeah. was confused. Yeah, he's supposed to be the authority figure in the room. Instead, he's acting like you know one of the students. That's what you expect them to do: is get their phones out and tape it and yell and scream and. <laughs> I mean, that's what you expect them to do. Now, at some point in the past, maybe expect somebody to get up and stop it. If you're a student as well, but. That's uh that's crazy talk. Now. You don't
2: you don't get those days back of doing the right thing.
1: No, that's crazy talk. <laughs> right thing. What? That is absolute crazy talk. Also, uh tariffs being bantied about as if we're gonna slap tariffs uh, the president has promised next week he's gonna get it done, which I guess means executive order. I'm not, I, I guess. On tariffs. Can tariffs be enacted through executive order? Hmm constitutionally i i'm not sure you can but he's apparently going to unless he's going to try to just propose legislation that goes through the congress but it doesn't seem to be what he's talking about Yeah, and that's
2: old-fashioned kind of like you know breaking up a fight when you're a teacher
1: so because we're starting a trade war the stocks are crashing right now and uh we might even go into a, a bear market at this point we'll have to keep an eye on that
2: yeah, it's going to be it's fun. We got to hear what uh, Ben Sass at some point. We got to mm-hmm. listen to him because uh, you know, he would be someone to listen to if your name is Donald
1: Trump. Yeah. In fact, let's uh, take a look at what Ben Sass had to say about this if
3: you own a steel mill today was great for you if you consume steel and every American family at the store tonight bought something that has different metals in it today's a bad day for you and that's just the first day when the trade war gets worse it means there's going to be retaliatory tariffs against the farmers and ranchers of America and the producers and the the workers of America we're going to lose as consumers and producers just- so this is leftist economic policy and we've tried it a whole bunch of times over the last two centuries and every time American families have suffered it's bad policy I get that the president ran on a bunch of this Um, but there are a whole bunch of issues where once he got into the white house he started listening to advisors and he got to positions that are better for the country in the long term his regulatory reform agenda has been great this trade policy will be disastrous
1: that's right it's right it's never worked and it's not going to work this time it just doesn't work i don't know why he believes in it so strongly but it doesn't work it just causes a trade war which is bad for the american people it's bad for american businesses because they're You know, even if you're not worried about Americans paying more for products that come from elsewhere, the products that are shipped out from America that are exported, those companies are going to suffer greatly because there will be retaliation, and you're going to just make it cost prohibitive to sell American cars, um, American technology, American anything. It's not a good idea. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about a great product that um, I hesitated on for a long time because I just don't like vegetables. And anytime I hear the word vegetable, I just shut down. I, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> Where's the meat? Where's the ice cream? I don't want to hear about vegetables. Uh, so I finally gave it a try because people here had been trying Field of Greens Field of Greens from uh, Brickhouse Nutrition for a while. So I gave it a shot. And it is fantastic. I, I love it. I just generally feel better. Um, It's the only way I get any vegetable matter in my body. (laughs) So it's great as far as I know that my body is thanking me for this right now. And your body will thank you too. If you're like me and you're just not Mr. or Mrs. Vegetable. (laughs) I'm not even close to any of that. Corn. Corn is the vegetable I will eat.
2: So you're Mr. Uh, corn?
1: I, I'm Mr. Corn. Are you yeah.
2: friends with Mr. Mm-hmm. Potato
1: Head? And corn isn't even that good for you. It's a starch. It's It doesn't even help much. You know, you need kale. You need spinach. And I told you about the time I barfed after eating spinach. Green beans. That kind of, I can't. Ugh, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> well, now I have more energy, and I'm just less hungry. I get through the whole day here, and I'm not thinking about food every minute. Every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. It's also prebiotic and probiotic. It boosts immunity. It has antioxidant power. And it's not an extract. It's actual, real food. And it's organic food. I love it. So just put one scoop uh, in eight ounces of water, your favorite drink, shake, smoothie, whatever you like. I I put it into a smoothie every morning. It actually sweets it, sweetens it, and makes it taste better. Just go to brickhousepat.com. Try Field of Greens today. Get your free shaker bottle with the offer code PAT. Get some healthy stuff into your system. BrickHousePAT.com. That's BrickHousePAT.com.
0: Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Ray. Welcome 888-933-93 Free Speech Friday and talk about anything That's on your mind uh, I want to play this uh, before we get to the calls I gotta play this Debbie Wasserman Schultz thing She is Well she's insane and everybody knows it um, But she's definitely Jumping into the middle of this uh, Gun control, there's nobody more extreme Than Debbie Wasserman Schultz And here she is On CNN, talking about banning the rapid fire magazines and the military style weapons. Here's Debbie Wasserman Schultz.
4: You know, in terms of what can be done, you said last week, and I'm quoting here, these kids may be ready to lead where politicians have failed to take action. Former President Obama tweeting to those students, we've been waiting for you. And yet, we can't ignore the fact that Democrats had control of the White House and Congress in 2009 and 2010, and this wasn't a priority. So why is the action coming now, and why is the push coming now?
5: Well, it was a priority. Oh, uh, was we, it? we moved legislation okay. in the House at, at that point. Unreal. We did not; we were not able to get the sixty votes for those proposals why in, not? in the Senate. Why not? Democrats but, controlled but that's, it. But that's not an excuse. I mean, these, no, these issues So why do you use it issues, as one? Making sure that we can do right. something mm. about eliminating.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: military style weapons from society oh. and only making sure that people who are in the military can use utilize them rather than oh, civilians good idea. and making sure that we don't have high-capacity rapid-fire magazines that allow mass killings and that whose mm-hmm. primary purpose is only to achieve that that's that going to solve really this problem this, only this I,
4: this fix I only still? have time for in the Sorry, vein of what ahead. you just said I only have time for a yes or no from you but your colleague in Florida Sorry. Brian Mass wrote in The Times he is willing to be a political casualty he wants to ban AR-15 style weapons are you willing to go as far of course she yeah. To be a political casualty, oh,
5: yeah. if you have oh, yeah,
1: Of course. What a stupid question. You know what? We have to Demi make Washington sure, Washington. sure that we care
5: more about doing the right thing uh, than holding on to power. Okay. And Is that we, right? I, I agree with Brian Mast. Oh. I actually congratulated him when I spoke on the House floor the other day with him sitting right in front of me. Uh, that's not necessarily to... politically popular, okay. but Bye-bye. we absolutely <laughs> have to work together. Enough.
1: All right. Ooh, good golly.
5: <laughs> Oof.
1: Okay. She wants to make sure that the military are the only ones with weapons like this. Well, then you've defeated the entire purpose of the Second Amendment. Thank you, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, in one fell swoop. (laughs) You just just gave the anti-Second Amendment argument for gun control. You want to make sure only the government has access to these kinds of weapons. So we're even less powerful. We're completely powerless against the government. And make no mistake, I will say it again. The Second Amendment is about protecting ourselves from an oppressive government. That's why you need these weapons. That's why you can't tell me what I need and what I don't need. You don't know. If the government ever goes bad, if they ever come for our guns, if they ever want to oppress us and take us away in the middle of the night, we do need military-style weapons. What if China invades and, uh, you know, the military's all overseas? American citizens are going to be armed. And what are we going to we're going to just have a Glock up against uh their AK-47s? No, we do need military-style weapons. What if I got a group of people coming into my house breaking in? I need an AR-15. Whether you think I do or not. I'm not that good a shot. I I don't I'm not while I'm adamant about the constitution and the second amendment i'm not a huge gun guy i mean I, i'm not i have friends that ask me all the time you want to go to the range no nah, nah, not really that's yeah. just not something i'm into but i do want to be proficient enough to be able to hit something and i'm not necessarily there yet
2: you know what helps with that is i target pro I'll
1: tell you that thank you and we'll be talking about that very <laughs> shortly <laughs> so mm. i i'm going to be becoming more skillful uh, but you you don't know how many shots I need. You don't know, and what if there's multiple people coming at me? This this is madness. And what makes yeah, you sense? can't tell me what I need?
2: It's like Condoleezza Rice it, it, making a great point uh, about our childhood and then blowing it at the end when no, she talks about what we need.
1: You brought another element into. Sorry, those. I just get all the anger those, out early uh, on Friday. Another element we gotta talk about and show you. All right, here's Condoleezza Rice on why she supposedly supports the Second Amendment, but then there's, she wrecks it. Go ahead.
7: Let me tell you why I'm a defender of the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. I was a little girl growing up in Birmingham, Alabama, in uh, the late 50s, early 60s. There was no way that Bull Connor Mm -hmm. and the Birmingham police were going to protect you. Mm -hmm. And so when white night riders would come through our neighborhood, my father and his friends would take their guns, and they'd go to the head of the neighborhood, it was a little cul-de-sac, And they would fire in the air if anybody came through. I don't think they actually ever hit anybody. Mm -hmm. But they protected the neighborhood. And I'm sure if Bull Connor had known where those guns were, he Mm -hmm. would have rounded them up. And Mm -hmm. so I don't favor some things like gun registration. Mm -hmm. That said, it's time to have a national conversation about how we can deal with the problems Uh that we have. It's not going to be any single fix to the terrible (laughs) events of Parkland. You're going to have to decide, well, should civilians really have... Uh, access to what are really military weapons yes what do we do about the age at which people well, to can that, do this to and that and, point. and finally let me just yeah. say we also need to realize that if you get that many tips about somebody mm-hmm. uh that they're going to cause harm go and figure out what was going on well, with thank
1: them. you yeah I, you know there's the real cause of this tragedy mm-hmm. we the, our law enforcement did nothing about it nothing now i support law enforcement but they failed in this particular instance they Failed miserably, the FBI and local police. There's no way around it. That's just a fact. And Condoleezza Rice just outlined why you need military-style weapons. What if there's 20 KKK members coming down the street after after a black family? Are you telling me they don't need a military-style weapon? Of course they do. Of course they do. Stop telling me what I need. That's not for you to decide. The Constitution's already decided it. It doesn't matter what I need. It's what I want, what I think, and what I'm going to have. And what what I have the right to own. How many millions of people own AR-15s? They're not doing anything nefarious with them. They're not out shooting people with them. There's a few psychos who do this. And by the way, even that is on the decline. I know it feels like it happens all the time. It doesn't. It happens less often than it used to, despite the proliferation of these scary assault military-style weapons. These weapons of mass destruction we're so scared of.
2: Would have been helpful to have some Mm. of those military-style weapons at the ready by civilians there in Florida to counter the shooter since the government didn't go in to help. Yes. Yes. They have the guns that you're talking about, Condoleezza. Mm -hmm. They didn't use them.
1: It's crazy this is a stupid discussion it, it, I, I wish we could have a real one about how broken people are and why are they broken what's happening in our society to break them something has happened let's talk about that even though that one's tough that's hard 888-933-93 your call's coming up
0: Gray The Blaze Radio Network Pat Gray is here on The Blaze Radio Network.
1: Free speech Friday, 888 nine hundred 93 Let's go to GD in uh, Florida. Hey, you're on The Blaze. Hi.
8: Hey, good afternoon, Pat. How, How are you, you? Good. What's your favorite color? <laughs> What's your favorite word? <laughs> All right. Um, I've spoken with uh, Keith via email. He wanted to talk a little bit about my experiences with the VA. Okay. And it, it, I, I'm not like a... Uh, um, super disabled veteran, like an actual combat veteran. I was just, I was just Air Force.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay.
8: But I still have to deal, deal with the VA. Yep. And uh, when I got out, I went to Pennsylvania and things seemed to be pretty good. And I moved to Florida a few years ago and I had to get registered with the VA. And my first big problem was getting registered because I needed an appointment to get registered, but I needed to be registered to make an appointment.
1: Oh my God. And that took,
8: Yeah. Uh, it, it took about like three or four days of me arguing with people on the phone before I just actually went there and got registered because face to face with military is always the way to go. Right. Well, uh, when I lived in Pennsylvania, if I needed to go to the ER, I could go to the ER, call the VA, tell them I'm going to the ER and then they handle the bill. Uh, I came to Florida, I go to the ER, I get a bill. From um, the hospital, and I talked to the uh, VA, and they're like, oh, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Well, this past uh, fall, I went to the VA, or the, uh, the local ER, and I got a bill. So I, I get in touch with uh, the same people I did before, and uh, they don't give me the answer, so I actually go in and I talk to somebody at the billing office. And he goes, you know what, man, it's, they're, they're not going to pay for this okay plus this isn't even my department i handle uh, um, billing for if you go to the va and you're not disabled enough you have to pay for certain services at the va Mm
6: -hmm. he
8: said that's the billing that i do the billing that you need is like uh, it's like an off-campus billing and they don't have somebody that you can actually go and talk to they have a number and he said i'm only allowed to give you the number i can't give you anything else Mm -hmm. but he got really quiet and he goes even if you do get a hold of somebody, they're not going to answer your questions. They're not going to fix the problem. Okay. So he gave me the uh, number for, uh, uh mine's drawn a blank, uh, patient advocacy.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: He says, when you call these guys and they give you nothing, call patient advocacy. Well, I ended up calling these guys and I left a couple of messages and I finally did hear back from them. And they say, okay, well, we're going through our records and, uh, You're under review right now on whether we're going to pay for it. Now, a couple years ago, you went to an ER, and uh, we turned you down. And I said, what? He goes, yeah, we we turned it down. I said, so who paid the bill? And they said, well, you're supposed to pay the bill. I said, well, I was never notified. So come and find out, not only am I under review for this past ER visit, I I have a bill somewhere floating around for a, a previous ER visit.
1: That's probably gone to collection by now,
8: yeah. right? Uh, I'm not one hundred. Yeah, wait, I I'm not one hundred percent sure on who to talk to about the, it. Wait, wait, wow. Gd,
2: the VA isn't fixed. <laughs> I thought we already got all this stuff fixed.
8: No. Well, I send out that hashtag fix the VA, uh-huh. but it's just not working for me. I
1: can't. <laughs> yeah. A hashtag that failed? That's impossible <laughs> to believe. In I can't. I, can, I can't believe that the VA rules are not. Uh, that the, they're not state to state. That they're just not rules anywhere in America. Why, why is it so different in Florida than it was Pennsylvania? It doesn't even make sense. I really sense. don't know. I mean, I, I, I VA, it would
8: be the same.
1: Yeah, the VA not. is like a federal agency. Why? Why are you having to deal with it differently in whatever state you're in? That's it. Doesn't none of this makes sense? But uh, that's really weird. And so, yeah. so and it's still – the. Are, are you still in the place where there, you've just n- gotten no satisfaction on this?
8: Yeah, I haven't gotten any satisfaction. My most recent EO visit is under review, but that was about two weeks ago when I had been emailing Keith. Mm-hmm. And uh, since then, I mean, there's mm-hmm. been a lot going on, especially Parkland. I even felt a little weird calling today to talk about the VA just because I know like, the hot topics are, are still out there.
1: Well, it's free speech Friday. But, you can talk about
8: anything oh, you want. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get along to my love for the Pittsburgh Penguins here in about five minutes. So I, I, I'm unlimited on time, right?
1: Right, yeah. <laughs>
8: yeah. Um, uh, but it's under review, but I'm thinking I might as well just pay this ER visit because I know about this one. that I There's a good possibility that they'll turn me down, and I don't know if they'll ever tell me if they're going to turn me down on whether they'll pay for it or not.
1: It's unbelievable. No. It's unbelievable now this is the system these are the people that we want to run the entire yes healthcare industry and this is uh-huh. how we
2: treat our heroes
1: yeah we, yes the best of us and it's not just the Air Force by the way thank you for your service in the Air Force. Um, the Air Force is oh, just as you. important as everybody else but uh, yeah. I, I it's inconceivable and it's it's despicable that veterans have to put up with this crap.
8: Yeah, man. thank well, you for your concern, and thank you for giving me a platform where I could, like, you know, complain a little bit to a, a national audience.
1: What can be done to help the yeah. situation? Yeah, I don't even know. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, that fellow who was at Billing I talked face-to-face
8: with who told me that there was this other faceless billing group that I would have to deal with over the phone,
6: mm-hmm.
8: he actually told me when I said that he got quiet, he told me, you need to call, like, your senator and your congressman and get them involved because the more people that are known about it, the, the more uh, recognition that's going to be thrown onto it. Yeah. Then maybe somebody will do something about it.
1: Have you tried Rubio? Um, hmm.
8: uh, actually, I, I haven't. I, the first time I ever called anybody was the other day when they were doing like the whole gun things, and I did call Rubio about that, and I should call him about the VA.
1: Absolutely, you should. He, but, you might find a sympathetic right? ear there. I, I would think Marco Rubio would want to help. I mean, I yeah. hope. Good luck, GD. Right, well, mm. keep, keep us posted. All Let right. us know how it goes. Yes, please.
8: All right. Well, thank right. you very much. You guys have a great weekend. You too.
1: You too. Thanks. Yeah, it's just it's criminal. It's just criminal. 888-933-93. Neil in Arizona, you're on the blaze.
9: Hi, gentlemen. Hey. hey. Aluminum and steel. It's interesting that under Obama, they decided to shut down coal-fired electrical producing plants. All of a sudden, we don't have enough electricity to make aluminum, so they shut down aluminum pa- factories and, of course, steel uh, recycling centers. The whole idea that Obama decided that we don't need to pollute the air, and now we have somebody that wants to raise prices on everything because there's a tax coming into the country. Mm -hmm. Of course, does that apply to aluminum guns and steel guns, too? Let's not get many ideas on taxing guns coming into the country. And then, of course, as far as (laughs) gun control, all firearms were developed first by military people or for military use. They trickled down into the civilian market overseas in Europe to the lords and ladies, kings and queens, until we got them in the U.S., of course, the British took out on. And then, of course, we developed more sporting arms, Kentucky long rifles to shoot at the British officers. That was kind of a interesting development. But when Debbie Wasserman Schultz, And all the others, well, they turn down security with uh, automatic weapons, semi-automatic handguns or rifles. We are supposed to be anonymous with our government, so the whole idea of gun control is our government tells us that we're too crazy to own a gun. Well, I'm a Republican. I have Asperger's. Should I be controlled because I have some kind of mental problem? Or I take uh, opioids. I have to pay nine thousand dollars a year because of that uh, Obamacare deal because I take an opiate and I move to Arizona and have to take more, uh, go to more doctors to figure it out all the time. So I get more money out of my pocket. The whole idea that we are honest citizens, we're born without a felony record. We don't need background checks for 99% of the public. What we need to do is control the criminal activity. Mm-hmm. ISIS, bikers, hell angels, bad guys, mafia. I had to deal with people. One bad guy that murders people for a living, a federal judge threw out the 4473 that he lied on. I am not a felon. The federal judge said it was self-incrimination. I had to get him back in court on a repair tag that he claimed the gun. He got out in a year and threatened my life. I had to sue the city of Valley to get a permit to carry a gun. I did carry a gun. I didn't have to use it luckily. Now what's happening We have kids 12 years old in the military during the Civil War that became officer. We have kids that are smart. They want 16-year-olds to vote. Well, 18-year-olds can't buy a gun. They're too stupid. 21-year-old voter and drinker? Okay, smoke bill you can't own a gun, then. That's the federal law. We're in a real crisis because we're
1: really confused. Yes, no question. Thanks, Neil. That sums it up. Uh, We are in a crisis. Because we're confused. Yeah, but it,
2: we're broken. It, at least governments are doing the right thing <clears throat> by removing statues of animals.
1: Yeah, the, the, the gorilla in Corsicana. Uh, man, that was offensive. Oof. I don't know how, but it just seems like a racist, racist thing to have a gorilla in a park.
2: And what took? Why so would you do
1: that? Why would you do that? Uh, especially when it's around, you know, the monkey bars. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, that must be racist now. You can't have monkeys and gorillas. Can you in a in a place? That's racist. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I government's got to do something. Got to do something. We're doomed. Got to do something. Uh, Karen in Minnesota, you're on the blaze.
2: Well, hello.
10: This is Hi. a privilege to talk to you, Pat. You too. Uh, uh, okay. About the gorilla in the park, mm-hmm. and they say that it's racist. Well, don't evolutionists make monkeys out of themselves?
1: I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the problem is a reminder of what we once were. And maybe that's pissing somebody yeah. off. I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. a good point.
6: And the, and, and the point is <laughs> off. Thanks, Karen.
1: It's
6: Nailed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a,
1: that's a thinking man's point mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Evan in Ohio, you're on the blaze.
3: Hey, uh, Mr. Gray. Uh, thanks for taking my call, sir. Mm-hmm. Hey, so uh, I have a whopper for you, but uh, if you could hear me out, i appreciate it. So okay. currently we have three Supreme Court justices that are advanced in age, Breyer, Ginsburg, and uh, Kennedy, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, given that we've heard that President Obama is going to be hot and heavy back on the political scene, I think within this term, President Trump's going to have at least one more appointment. If he has two terms, probably three.
11: What if he
3: offered the seat to former President Obama? I I think it could could do a number of things. Number one, it would effectively neutralize him because historically Supreme Court justices don't speak. Number two, it would be an olive branch to the left, and then number three, it, what if he declined it? I mean, it would it would take credibility away from him. It would show that is he in it to win it, and then also, if you if he doesn't accept it, we're going to appoint a 30-year-old southerner that you're not going to like.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean that would be a pretty risky move on on Trump's part because that would piss off a lot of. People on the right, like everybody okay. on the right. Wait, but Evan's
2: <laughs> discounting Donald Trump's ego. Yeah. I mean, he hates Obama. I mean, the Obama mocking Trump at the White House dinner mm-hmm. is why we have President Trump. I mean, th- his ego was so burned that night in 2012 that that's why he continued his uh, push. I tell you, this is... No, nah, I don't. I don't see that. Happening.
1: Yeah, dangerous move. Uh, but you know, an interesting, interesting theory. Uh, would it do some interesting things for Trump? I guess he just kind of made the point that maybe uh, it's possible. I think the negative uh, feedback would be would far outweigh yeah. any positive you get from that. Besides, Trump doesn't
2: forget. So yeah. I mean, he he, he yeah. You know, and and the base. I mean, maybe. Hell, some of the base. You know what? I don't know anymore.
1: I know some that's of the base true. is
2: fine with them taking our guns, Trump. So maybe they'd be fine <laughs> with uh, Supreme Court Justice Barack Obama. Yeah. So I don't know. Who, Everything whatever. he does
1: is great. It's just great. It's if it looks bad, it's not. It's just part of a bigger master plan that you don't understand. That's all, Ma Trump. Uh, joined now by. Brad stacks
12: <laughs> you guys are trying to you're trying to put logic where there is none. Right. You're trying to apply logic in situations where it just doesn't apply, like gravity. Mm-hmm. Like gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. You know. Be, because it is Friday, and it, we we should be telling. You, I did like that joke, huh. <laughs> what uh, what do what do you call bears without ears?
2: Um. Ears. B. And B. Sorry. B. Thank With you. See. I got what's, it. Uh,
12: what's red and goes up and down? Uh, I don't know. A tomato in an elevator. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to say Barack Obama <laughs> on the stairs. Well, you could use that one. Okay. See, I was just keeping it right down the middle Gotcha, there. my bad. I, I didn't really want to it. offend anyone. I'm not capable of that. Oh, uh, crap. The American Tomato Council's on the phone, and they are not happy. <laughs> no, they're not. Happy. No. <laughs> Look, remember, let's go back to a simpler time when people used to whisper sweet nothings into other people's ears. Remember that?
6: Well, you could hear I it, know, right?
12: still have no idea what a sweet nothing is. huh but if people are refusing to do that to you, there may be a reason.
2: You smell bad? There
12: might be a reason. Or? Uh, it could be the earwax. Oh, no. Yes. I am just here to help you. I didn't see your, that segue with, coming. See, I'm telling you. You know, you can always <laughs> count on me to say the unexpected. Yeah. Like, earwax because it's not yet lunchtime. Well, yeah, it is lunchtime. Sorry about that. Sorry about the cookie dough thing. Look, if you're not getting the dates that you used to get, it could be your earwax. That's why you need to go to usewaxrx.com. And if you don't have the money to pay for shipping, that's okay, because if you use promo code radio, we have arranged for you to get free standard shipping. Free. Hear all the jokes you've been missing. Get all the dates you've not been going on and hear those sweet nothings that people have been whispering to you that you had no clue what in the world they were. Go to usewaxrx.com, promo code radio.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. returns on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: 888 or at Pat Unleashed if you want to tweet us. From Lone Wolf 2965, my first thought whenever I hear about a food shortage somewhere is, where's Jeffy? <laughs> Great point. I mean,
2: usual suspects.
1: <laughs> uh, Magnum Gr- Grimlock, uh, I'm surprised they haven't attacked the Iwo Jima Memorial. Four white guys and a Native American Where's the black, Asian, female, and transgender representation? <laughs> hashtag feelings over facts. Yeah. Uh, right wing ninja one, But this trade war will be different. <clears throat> this one is going to be different because Trump is a businessman. Every conservative trying to justify Trump's leftist policies. Yep. Hashtag put that in your pipe. Well, I'm sorry. What was that hashtag, yeah, hashtag again? put that in your pipe. Yeah. Mercenary grip tariffs are a great idea. <laughs> They've just never been implemented correctly. Yes, just like socialism. Come on, man. (laughs) You just have to know it's going to be done right this time. Uh (laughs) Uh, Brent out of shape. Pat, haven't you heard? Teachers should teach. That's it. Breaking up fights is not in their job description. I had forgotten that in the the gun control Mm -hmm. battle. Uh, Teachers should teach. They can't be carrying weapons. Right, right. They got to, If they brought a weapon to school, they'd have to watch it the whole time to make sure it doesn't kill anybody. They can't teach, so
2: apparently teachers don't only have to teach; they also have to be videographers and hold up their phones and record. Well, you got to post it. Kids it, fight. Right? Yeah, what, what would
1: happen if not everybody was able to see that right. fight?
2: It it's like a tree falls in the forest. I mean, you, you no, don't nobody know. saw it.
1: Well, except for the kids in the classroom. But that's it. Don't want to leave the rest can't of have us that. out. No. Thanks, teach. Cameron in Idaho, welcome to the Blaze. Hey, Pat, thanks for taking my call. Mm
11: -hmm. Um, I just wanted to bring up two different subjects really quickly. Uh, First, Marco Rubio's and other stance that someone only 21 and older should be able to own a gun. That, as you might say, Pat, really sticks in my craw because (laughs) I joined the Army when I was 17, and I went to basic training during the summer in between my junior and senior year of high school. Then I went on to serve as an MP for nine years. So I definitely don't agree with raising the age of gun ownership.
1: Thanks for your service, by the
11: uh, way. Oh, thank you. Um, um, yeah, the I, second thing. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. go ahead. Sorry. The second thing had to do with um, some of Glenn's monologue last Wednesday about Billy Graham, mm-hmm. and apparently there was some guy that was snarky to Glenn for his LDS faith, and there are some Christians out there who definitely unfairly slam are LDS friends, and it's neither fair, and it's not helpful. A lot of my family's LDS. Um, With that, though, um, ismormonismchristian.com, I think, answers that very question of, is it Christian? And I think fairly, you know, with truth, um, I think when you compare what the Bible says with LDS teaching in several different areas, it, it does contradict on major issues. But when people argue about it and are just rude without love, the Bible says if you have all these things and if, and not love, then you have nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Thanks, Cameron. Uh, although I I disagree that that uh, our teaching contradicts the Bible. Um, I don't know where that would be. Uh, the name of the it's you know the name of the church is not the Mormon Church. It's the Church of Jesus Christ. Who's that? The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. So, Jesus is right in the name of everything we believe. (laughs) You know, and we could, you know, battle about doctrine, but that's probably not the forum for it.
13: No,
2: I'd rather just watch football. (sighs) Football?
1: Where's their football? Um, It's March 2nd. uh, It's the Combine. It's time for the Combine. It's always something, Pat.
2: Don't challenge me on the NFL calendar, brother.
1: That's true. And and So, you must watch the NFL Network a lot, because... That's where the combine is held, right? That's where you see the combine, yeah. and that's where you see the...
2: You want to see guys in their underwear.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's fun, though. I, I like to watch the <laughs> combine. That's how pathetic I am. Yeah. During the non-football season, I'm still watching football yep. and the NFL network. It's pathetic.
2: You know what I'm watching? I'm watching the running backs to see which running backs can catch the football because oh. that's where the fantasy football points are.
1: Oh, is <laughs> that what... you Really? Yeah, is that why you're doing that? Yeah, points per reception, baby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Rick in Colorado, you're on the blaze. Hi.
14: Hey, Pat. Glad hey. to meet you. You too. Um, Real quick, uh, as a 20-year veteran of the United States Army and a trainer of long-range surveillance soldiers, uh, I want to point out something very simple. Everything is a weapon of war. Mm-hmm. All the way from the minigun back to the matchlock and the fusel, crossbow, the bow and arrow, the spear, the javelin, the hammer, the axe, the knife, the sword, the shovel, Uh, Just read U.S. Combatives, where it talks about engaging the enemy soldier with our entrenching tools when it comes to close combat. And rocks and sticks and baseball bats. And I'm not talking about rocks and sticks during the time of the caveman. I'm talking about rocks and sticks when the glider men of the 82nd Airborne Division engaged Yoking Piper's Camp group Piper SS Panzer Grenadiers at the Battle of the Bulge, and the fighting was so intense that both sides used up all their fuel and ammunition and spent the rest of the day beating each other over the heads with rocks and sticks. Mm. So are we going to ban everything?
1: <laughs> They'd like to.
14: And <laughs> Don't one other point, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the bomb at Oklahoma City was made from fertilizer and diesel fuel
1: and it turned out to be quite a weapon of mass destruction didn't it
14: it killed more people than any mass shooting in the united states
1: by far 146 people died in that thanks for the call rick uh some great points 888-900-3393 more pat gray unleash coming up
0: Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed. We were just kind of discussing uh, Cameron's phone call a few minutes ago. Cameron from Idaho.
2: (laughs) Want an Oreo, Pat? Hmm. Come on! I got Oreos. No, I don't want
1: an Oreo. Double stuffed Oreos. Uh huh. Ran to my desk to get them.
2: That was uh, that was
1: that was uh, that was stealthy and tricky and interesting. Interesting little attack on Mormons there. (laughs) In, in the light of like making it look like he was defending <laughs> nice uh, I love that technique that's great uh we're trying to f- we, we're trying to find yeah, out yeah we'll find we'll <laughs> find a website we'll go check out yeah his, uh... and I'm not gonna say the website because I'm sure it's anti-mormon material um but there's there's you can't prove Mormonism is not true from the Bible we believe the Bible to be the Word of God so uh, how, are, how are you how how are you going to prove Mormonism isn't true from the Bible, which we believe in? Uh, anyway. You want to double stuff Oreo? I don't want to double stuff Oreo. want to watch football? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I'd, I'd like to be watching religion. football right now. <sighs> religion is a very dangerous subject on the radio because you're going to offend somebody, right? <clears throat> so, But he offended me, so I'm I'm offending him back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is incredibly Christ-like, right? Mm-hmm. No, except for not. Uh, 888-900-3393. <laughs> it is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, so whatever you want to talk about today, except religion, other than religion, <laughs> free speech Friday, uh, we'll get into it. <laughs> um, anybody else interested in Trump's effort with the uh, video game industry? Is it just me that thinks there might be something to that? Maybe it is. Maybe it's just me. I, I don't know. I, I think it's me and, and maybe Glenn, because Stu's not on board with that. Stu doesn't buy into the fact that video games have anything to do with this. I I just think if you're playing nonstop video games, violence and killing and uh, it's first-person killing, I, I, I can't help but think that that maybe affects some people who are a little susceptible to that in the first place um but you know i might be alone on that because i don't ever hear anybody talk about it fortunately though the president at least brought it up with uh video game industry people and i i you know i think it's worth looking into debbie wasserman schultz meanwhile says no military guns outside of the military because civilians don't need that stuff They don't need anything military-style. So when the government turns on the people, if that ever happens, why would you ever need a military-style weapon? (laughs) With an invading force from another country, why would you ever need a military-style weapon? You don't need that. I mean, these are the things the founders planned for, not deer hunting. That's not what it's about. It's not about hunting as much as some people love to do it. That's not what the Second Amendment's about. Uh, As much as we all want to defend ourselves and our property against a home invasion, a burglar. That's not necessarily, I mean, it's part of it, but it's not the main issue in the Second Amendment. The main issue, protecting yourself against this government or some other. Because that's what they were dealing with.
2: Why, why does the government today even need to ban these weapons when, as we were reminded yesterday, uh, the government can just take them, like in New Orleans, after Katrina?
1: Right. And therein lies the reason why you should have weapons. I think we need to uh, play this on a pretty regular basis. Hmm. Yesterday, we played the New Orleans situation after uh, Hurricane Katrina. It's This is worth a reminder. Every shocking. once in a while, shocking. It's stunning. I'd forgotten this happened, uh, and maybe you had too. But mm-hmm. it's an ABC News report mm-hmm. from New Orleans, following police as they go to door to door. Now f- they say at the beginning that they're just telling people to leave. It's a mandatory evacuation. Yeah, and you're going to persuade them to leave, but also, they're going to take the guns. Wait, and what? And 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 if this
2: video moves you the way it's moved Pat and I. Um, Note that Pat is going to tweet this out later on. Make sure your kids watch this. Make sure that that, that they learn the lessons from Katrina.
1: And here's a look.
4: That includes New Orleans where today authorities stepped up their efforts to empty the city. Bob Woodruff is there again tonight with an extraordinary human drama unfolding. Bob?
15: That's true, Elizabeth, and good evening from New Orleans. Here, the police and the National Guard find themselves in a very difficult position tonight to try to carry out an order to force people from the city without actually using force. Today in New Orleans, they got a lot tougher on the holdouts.
12: Police department, your
15: home? Not only the flooded areas, but New Orleans' driest and wealthiest neighborhoods too. Huh. Okay.
8: Police department.
15: The police and National Guard going street by street, house to house. We need to make sure, too, that uh, whenever we knock on doors, people refuse to leave. We need to make note, to call it in. They say there are no orders to use force, just strong persuasion, sometimes strong. entering open houses with persuasion. guns drawn Okay. and instructions to disarm anyone inside. Yeah, that seems strong. You say guns, guns will be taken? No one will be able to be armed. We yes, will sir. take all yes, weapons. Sir. What? That happened today Wait, what? in this wealthy neighborhood, where homeowners had armed themselves to protect their mansions. Residents were handcuffed on the ground. In the end, police took their weapons, but let them stay in their homes.
16: They were a little bit threatened because our weapons were bigger than their weapons.
15: For many of the police and guard troops, it is an uncomfortable job to do this in an American city. You think? This guard unit occupied a church, using it as a base camp. Oh. They had to leave a note because they could not get hold of the pastor to get permission. I it see. is,
12: it is surreal. Yeah, you just never, you never expect to do this in your own country.
15: Chris Montgomery says he'd rather be in Iraq than patrolling American neighborhoods. Walking up and down these streets, you don't, you don't want to think about the stuff that you're gonna to have to do. Somebody pops around the corner, and be shooting in America. Yeah. Wow. Mm,
1: you'll shoot an American, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty bad stuff. I, that that happened in 2005. It happened. <sighs> they confiscated weapons. Those people didn't get those weapons back. They mm-hmm. took them. They weren't keeping track of what address they belonged to. They just took the weapons, and they were those weapons were now gone from those American people. Hi, that is, I mean, that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and yet it happened. Door-to-door confiscation of civilian firearms, American citizens. It's already happened in the United States of America. Pat,
2: can you remind me, because the video played just a moment ago, and I already forgot. Um, How did these uh, government agents uh, persuade uh, the folks to give
1: up their weapons? Well, with guns drawn. Oh, Yeah, they showed up with guns drawn. It was just strong persuasion, though, that's all. They weren't going to force them. It's just strong persuasion at the tip of a gun. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty strong persuasion. Your luck, I mean, we were fortunate. We were blessed that a massive catastrophe didn't happen in New Orleans. With people taking on the National Guard. Could have happened. Could have happened. In Texas, it probably would have happened. I, I don't know how they avoided it. I really don't. That's amazing. You're there guarding your mansion with weapons and the national guard shows up and takes them from you. Okay. Thank you for leaving me disarmed. Mm-hmm. Now what happens when people come and loot my home? <laughs> now what? Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, I'll throw a stick at him and that'll stop him.
2: I mean, do you need something other than a stick? You don't. What are you up to over there? Yeah, that's
1: right. Well, maybe a rock. I'll use a rock and a stick. <laughs> 888 thirty three ninety three Tanya in Iowa, you're on the blaze. Hi.
17: Hi, Pat. Hi, Keith. Hey. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about the developing young person's brain and their frontal cortex. Now, you talked about with Glenn earlier that their brains are not fully uh, developed mm-hmm. until around 25 years old. Uh, also, you guys mentioned a personality disorder uh, from that scientist that he finds is very common mm-hmm. in these kids that are... Uh, shooting and causing violence, shooting up schools. Um, But I've worked for a child psychiatrist for years. Um, They do not like to peg a kid who is 15, 16 with a personality disorder because they will most likely in time mature out of it in about maybe 10 years. Uh, So they don't want to give a child a diagnosis of a personality disorder because it will follow them. They don't want to give Mm -hmm. them that diagnosis because eventually it will, you know, with help, it will resolve when the brain is fully developed at 25. Okay. And so I agree with mm-hmm. your comments about video games and how they can be damaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with that because that's a developing brain. But I don't understand how you cannot advocate for raising the age for a gun, pur- uh, gun purchase to a person that is fully uh, developed in their brain, scientifically, that will have better impulse control, uh, decision-making process. Uh, so I, I don't understand mm-hmm. that line of thought with, with you guys and how you don't want them to play the video games because it changes their very vulnerable mind that is not going to be developed, but you're willing to allow them to purchase a firearm with an undeveloped brain.
1: Uh, well, uh, I mean, what is the age now, 18? It's eighteen, Yeah, I think. right, um, and and you know you've got you've got weapons in the home as well. Uh, chances are, and so there's already weapons available to them, and you know if they're if they're taught uh, proper use of them, and you know a lot of times they're not, but if they are, that's a different issue. But also, you can't ask a child or an eighteen-year-old kid uh, to join the military and then not let him carry weapons can you if you're going you to raise if you're going to you raise the age of, of voting and of military service to 21 or 25 then you know maybe that's something we can talk about but i don't i don't think you can ask them to serve in the military and give them a weapon and then tell them they can't buy a weapon how do you do that
17: i i think you can because they have proper training uh, the mm. maturity level is so much far advanced for some kids and young men Mm-hmm. and women who go through military training that is a quick way to become mature you know so i think yeah. they have a little a step ahead uh as far as maturity goes so yes yeah, i think it's fine you ask you know if you want to be 18 and serve the military um you're going to go through some you know cognitive behavioral therapy and that's what you use for personality disorders uh that's it's really heightened in the military. I mean, it's pretty severe.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, are you going to raise the voting age, too, because they're not able to make decent decisions at 18?
17: Uh, yeah, I'm open yeah. to that, but that isn't as significant as it is. For, uh, yeah, it's after. not life and death, but. Yeah, right, right. It, it, I would be open to that. There are a lot oh, yeah. of kids, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're voting.
1: <laughs> I know.
17: You're not even fully developed. Your brain is not I know. fully
1: developed. And in fact, Tanya, I've advocated raising the voting age to 35 on many, on many occasions. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. but appreciate the call. Thanks. It's a tough, I, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a very difficult discussion, raising the vote, the, uh, the age on which you can buy weapons. First of all, how many 16-year-olds or 17-year-olds or 18, how many 18-year-olds are actually buying these weapons? Not very many. I think they, if they have weapons, they probably use their parents' Um, so, I don't know how big an issue it is. Apparently, this kid did purchase his own weapons, at least in part. Um, but so many things went wrong with this last shooter that, I, I mean, that's a discussion you could have all day long on the things we missed and the things that went wrong with him. 888 900 A lot of things can go wrong if you're trying to sell your home, too. Uh, you might have a realtor who... You're just not on the same page with um and maybe it's costing you money and you're having to lower the home price uh glenn and tanya went through this when they lived in connecticut and they tried to sell that house and it was a bad experience for everybody involved they didn't want others to have to go through that so they decided to put together a network and it wound up being of over 1200 agents across the country and they're rigorously qualified by glenn's team based on their experience and their marketing plans, their character and the results they get for their clients, and also, are they fans of the show? That's really important because then if they are, and they are, cuz that's one of the criteria, you know that you generally have the same principles and values, you're on the same page on so many life issues. Hopefully, they're going to be they're going to do great business for you. These are the people that you can trust. So if you're trying to sell your house right now, and you want to sell it fast, and you want to obviously want to get the most money out of it, or maybe you just want to buy a home, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, and we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Let our agents earn your business. It's realestateagentsitrust.com.
0: Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here.
1: Mm-hmm. And thank you for being here as well. 888-933-93. Uh, a cracked teapot made in South Carolina before the Revolutionary War stunned the auction world a few days ago by selling in England for an astounding $806,000. Of that, about $520,000 was for the teapot. The rest were, was fees.
2: Whoa, whoa. Ticketmaster running this auction? What's Holy
1: happening Holy crap, there? those, are, <laughs> those, are, those are excessive fees. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. The winning bid on Tuesday was made by Roderick Jellicoe, London dealer who was acting on behalf of the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. Final price is 23 times what the pot was expected to fetch. It's only it's like three and a, three and a half inches high, five inches across. It's missing its lid, and it has an obvious uh, repair for a cracked handle. Yeah, <laughs> the whoever sold it a piece of junk. It was twenty bucks, is what they paid for it, right? Oh, yeah, they paid twenty dollars for this thing. originally.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Amazing. Why does that ever happen and to me? And sold it for eight hundred six thousand um, dollars. Well, after fees, it was. Five hundred and twenty thousand is what I think the buyer. So a little bit
2: of a profit there. Seller got, yeah. But look at this! Wow, look at this! It's marked by, uh, it's marked by uh, has like uh, the palmetto mm-hmm. tree, which is the state tree of South Carolina.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's uh, exciting. Well, the reason it's exciting for me is because mm-hmm. I have a piece of furniture mm-hmm. with a palmetto ha- tree on it. It has the it? palmetto tree carved wow. into it, and I'm going to be
1: uh, Yeah, see if you can sell it for eight hundred thousand dollars.
2: Shopping it around.
1: Yeah, you should. <laughs> might be somebody stupid enough in London to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for it. Yeah,
2: I only paid 100 for this thing, this piece of furniture. So oh, uh,
1: well, he paid 20 so you should get five times. You should get $3 million if, out of that thing.
2: If I do, it's been nice knowing you.
1: What is it with the palmetto on it? What is it? What do you mean? That's a, what, what, oh, what, it's an armor. It's an armor. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paid 100 bucks for it. Yeah. All right. Put it up for auction. Let's see what happens.
2: Well, Since just, this is
1: my suggestion. I'm right. just asking for a small finder's fee. I better give of eighty five percent,
2: two million. Oh, 90, sorry, what ninety percent? That seems fair.
1: Yeah, it seems fair, right?
2: Mm-hmm. I'm not good at math. That is fair, right, Ron?
1: That's nah, fair. 90,
2: per, 90 yeah. percent commission.
1: Yeah, he likes that. Okay. Um. Also, uh, some Stock Stockton students have become uh violent during their anti-gun protest. This is good stuff too, because you know you try to prevent violence by becoming violent i think that makes total sense at least five students were arrested as hundreds of others from several stockton high schools walked out of classes in protest of gun violence after last week's deadly shooting um stockton police said some students threw rocks and damaged both police and citizen vehicles five arrests were made including charges of battery on an officer. Resisting arrest, taking an officer's baton, and vandalizing vehicles, including patrol vehicles. Hmm. That's wonderful. It's nice to have a gun. Yeah, these wonderful kids. Just, hey, they're just making themselves heard. That's all they're doing? They're wonderful. Leave them alone. Let them break a few things. It doesn't hurt anything. Well, except the things they break and their owners. But don't worry about that. They're expressing themselves. They're kids with undeveloped brains. Don't worry about it. <laughs> The arrested uh, ranged in age from 14 to 18. 18 18-year-old was booked into San Joaquin County Jail. Juveniles were taken to their parents. During one incident, an officer approached a group of students attempting to leave the school by jumping a fence. When the officer approached them, police say they uh, fought with the officer, took his baton. That's a good idea. Eh, That's a good way to get shot. Don't don't be taking equipment off of the off of the officer. That's just a really bad safety tip. The officer uh, was patrolling an area of the high school while it was being placed on lockdown. A person who saw the incident take place came to the officer's aid until more officers arrived. That's but you know what? They're just kids expressing themselves. Yeah. That's all they're doing. Leave them alone. It's wonderful that they're participating in our democracy, isn't it? They're isn't know what you want?
2: Out. They're speaking out, Pat. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. They won't be silenced. They want to be
1: heard. They want to be heard. They won't be silenced. They want to silence us, but they won't be silenced. And that's, that's good because their brains aren't developed yet. That is really good. I like that. Hmm. Also, there's a bunch of uh, really tall, in fact, they're 20 feet tall busts of U.S. presidents rotting on a farm. Uh, They're just sitting on a farm in Croker, Virginia. Mm. Titled The President's Heads by creator David Atticus. The sculptures have become an eerie sight on uh, his 400-acre property. The now derelict statues that weigh up to 20,000 pounds each were once part of the now-failed President's Park in Williamsburg, Virginia. The park closed, though, in 2010 after failing to attract enough visitors. And so Hankins took ownership of the busts, launched a campaign to create a new park, but it doesn't seem he's had much success. Apparently nobody's interested Hmm. in seeing 20-foot-tall busts of U.S. presidents.
2: Look at that, man. There's a a big old image there Mm. at the Blaze TV at George Washington's grill up there. Oh, no, is that LBJ back there? That's
1: spooky. Yeah, it is. Right behind him. I
6: don't care for that.
1: Uh, so is that? I mean, are, is they're just that decaying. The way they look original. Yeah. So they haven't been taken care of, and they're yeah, starting to look, look a little that. rough around the edges. Now
2: why is the Andrew Jackson one in great shape yeah, it's and the rest of them are like shape. so? Is Lincoln? Apart. It looks like Lin- looks like
1: Lincoln's look in good shape. Look at that!
2: Shape. You got vines all over them and stuff. Boy, they could use that for some sort of you know crazy sci-fi movie. There's there's some use for those.
1: That's really kind of cool. Yeah, I'd go to that. What is happening? Are people throwing stuff at some of these heads? Because no, they're I breaking off.
2: No, I think it's just rotten,
1: rotting, you know. Well, they're not that old. They're only eight years old. I don't know. Must not have been constructed very well, is right? my thought. That's my thought. Yeah, that. Must Reagan. not be constructed well. Hmm. All right. Uh, Leilani, you're on the blaze. Hi.
2: Hello.
10: Well, first, I want to tell you that me and my husband absolutely love you guys. Thank and you. you kind of take the words out of our mouth.
1: Thanks. Thank you.
10: Okay, so... You're speaking about the brains, yes. and there's new studies out that show that because we don't have enough minerals in our mm. soil anymore,
6: okay. it really
10: does affect them. Oh. It starts in the gut, and they've shown, too, just as an example, adults who have schizophrenia, they're lacking in B6 and zinc. And once they're stabilized with, with that instead of drugs, they're able to function as healthy adults. Really? Same with the kids. Swear to God, you can look it up.
1: Wow. Um, yes, do you have do you have like an article on this or like an original source? I'd love to read yes, about it.
10: actually, there was a whole functional medicine um, thing on this. Um, it was called the broken brain.
1: The broken brain. Okay. We and can you can go
10: that. and more doctors are becoming aware of it. The functional medicine doctors realizing that our our soil will take sixty years to come back to how it used to be when we would eat food well, and you know what? Some,
1: I mean, something mm-hmm. to me, something has obviously gone wrong. So yes. Uh, some of these explanations like this one seem like they might hold merit. I don't know, but I, I like to look no, into them. it's been them because, proven, but it's yeah. been
10: absolutely proven, even okay. with children. All right. And I hate to bring up the vaccine word, but it's the truth. It's it's that, too. It's heavy metals in their bodies, and it affects their brain. It crosses the blood-brain barrier.
1: Oh, well, no, there's a lot of studies that say that's not true. Um, you I know. Well, you yeah.
10: Of course, they're going to say it's not true because it's a big moneymaker. You have to do your <laughs> own research.
1: Okay. I promise
2: you on the, on the, on the vitamins. Yeah, what were they against? Zinc? The Zinc and what was it? Zinc and what? vitamin B? What was
10: Zinc it? and vitamin B6. Okay. Um, magnesium. Everything is depleted, but I promise, go to the broken brain. It's, I believe it's Dr. It. Hyman and all of his people. Put out mm. this amazing psychiatrist that worked with children. Okay. Proved that by fixing their nutrients, they fix the children.
1: I love that. Thanks, Lady I pr- Appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, I have uh, Jeffy coming up with uh, whatever we call that segment. Oh, uh, that's right. Chewing the fat. I'm down on my B six and magnesium. So,
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Time for Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Hi, Pat. Jeffy. Keith. Hey, buddy. I noticed
18: you were talking uh, early on uh, in the broadcast about uh, the uh, gorilla in the park. Yeah. In North in Texas. Course it mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're putting it back now. I know, uh, are I mean, they really? have already decided it's going back. <laughs> Uh, the oh, councilman, so racist. The so councilman said uh, uh, the grill is going to return as soon as the weather permits at the park. The mayor has said, uh, we're going to return it as soon as it's stable. So there were reports that it, they broke it, moving it. Uh, so it'll cost the city even more oh, money to replace no. it. Of course it can. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I just heard saw some, yeah. some reports on some of their Facebook pages. But he talked about making it stable, which was weird because I thought it was in... A cage. Yeah. I know
2: how much is it going to cost you, taxpayers? Down the course of course the to move it, to break it, to fix it. And let me ask you this:
1: had they explained? Because the stories I've read had no explanation of what was racist about it. Well, I, you know what they uh, say: if you have to ask, then. <laughs> if you have to ask you have to ask you and can't what? afford it that's what they say if you have to ask you can't afford <laughs> oh yeah that's right i'm not that's trying right. to buy the statue <laughs> whoa i'm just trying to figure now out i want a monkey
2: statue <laughs> racist about you it. you just gave me a great idea i want a statue out here next to the pool i found man.
1: it interesting
18: <laughs> that they said they had complaints about it yeah. and then and as soon as they took it away they had a massive amount of fallback from the city saying what are you doing yeah so mm-hmm. once I will say this that it's proof that what we've talked about in the past that you know the minority no. has uh, ruled over the majority, but it seems that once in a while the majority finally fights back and says no 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 and no, it worked put in it this back. case. Yeah. Yeah. And,
2: but Come don't don't discount the power of your voice, especially on a local level. Look how reactionary they were. Right. Oh my gosh, one person's upset. Let's take the monkey cage out. So yeah, still, uh, yeah. You can make a difference locally at least. Maybe Are you running sometimes? for office? No. no hell no.
18: I mean, I thought you were an office holder. Anything? Anyway. <laughs> no. uh, hey, oh, the Oscars are coming Oscars,
2: up this weekend. Planning and zoning.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, the Oscars. It's the Oscar Oscars weekend. coming up this weekend. Yeah, and uh, good news in gives Hollywood gives me another chance not to watch it.
18: Well, listen, it's gonna. There's, <laughs> mm-hmm. They're trying. They already said that they're gonna. You know, they need to maybe think about making it. You know, I don't know, a bit more entertaining than reaction. What? So, but the huh. it, in in Hollywood. Uh, a couple of things have uh, been uh, erected that are really cool. Uh, one is the gold Harvey Weinstein casting couch uh, uh-huh. statue. Yeah. And you see it here. And uh, they put it on the streets in uh, in Hollywood. And uh, <laughs> I uh, love it. I love it. It's uh, from the uh, artist Plastic Jesus and uh, Joshua Ginger Monroe. And you remember Joshua Ginger oh, Monroe. I mean, from I don't want to take it from you. But, you know, of stuff. course, that was the... Infamous naked Donald Trump statues Wait, in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, the piece was intentionally crafted to allow passersby to sit beside Weinstein and take photos with him. Clenched in Weinstein's right hand is the Oscar statue, strategically placed near his groin. But they're looking for big Instagram uh, attraction uh, during the Oscars uh, with Harvey on, his, uh, on the casting couch. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they, they want everyone to just start sending selfies with it. And uh, try to knock the uh, monster down a peg, poke a little bit of fun at him. And also in Hollywood, artist uh, Sabo. Is it Sabo? Sabo? Mm -hmm. Sabo? Sabo. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has erected three billboards uh, in Hollywood for this uh, Oscar weekend. Uh, One
1: saying, uh, (laughs) uh, and the Oscar for the biggest pedophile goes to. Name names, that's great. Name names on stage or shut the hell up. That's great. We all knew
18: and still no (laughs) arrest. That's so great. And the Oscar for the biggest pedophile goes to. And so he's got really funny. He's got these three billboards, like the, you know, the bill, the three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which is up for the yeah. Oscar. I mean, they've got like yeah. seven Oscars. I love that. Uh, so uh,
2: I
1: love this guy. So, yeah, I like him. I mean, uh, he's the Ted Cruz cigarette. We all yes. knew we all knew, and still no arrests. Yeah, that's great. I mean, a great billboards. Great billboards. And man. by the way, the uh, nominations for best picture. Here's Stunning. how relatable this is. Stunning. Okay, here we go. Call me by your name. Anybody nope. seen it? Nope. Nope. Darkest Hour. Okay. Saw it. Loved it. Really good movie. And Dunkirk. You know Saw not- it. Get out. Didn't see it. they are not going to give it to Dunkirk's too white. No, right. Th- no way. Right. <laughs> Lady Bird, uh, Phantom Thread, The Post, Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing Missouri. Didn't see any of those.
18: They'll probably give it uh, either, I've seen two of either them. to The Post or Shape of
1: Water. Is the yeah. I, I think Shape of Water is what's being talked about. Yeah. Or The Three Billboards yeah, Outside. Yeah. They do love that. They love the they Three Billboards. They do billboard love that. Thing.
18: But they might not love it. Look, <laughs> coming. <laughs> They're gonna be a little disappointed when they see the three billboards for them.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> a
18: little bit different when yeah. it's you they're talking about up on that billboard, isn't it? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, and
18: also, uh, look, it's—I know it's Oscar weekend, and so I, you know, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Uh, next weekend is, uh, you know, time change weekend, and uh, you no, know, it's not. Or you know, right. it is, is it really you know, next weekend, the 11th? Oh, yeah. right. Spring ahead, right? Oh boy, so we're gonna lose. Spring another. ahead. Spring ahead. I hate no, it. No, we gain an hour. Do we really? No,
1: no stop we it. We lose an hour. Math's That's hard. spring ahead. Math,
2: we- math is hard for me, man. We need to
18: stop at <laughs> this <laughs> stupid daylight savings uh-huh. time. But, thing. but the good thing is, on Sunday at 7 Central, uh, there's going to be a special airing. Uh, and I think that uh, we should all, uh, We should, I'll be live tweeting it for sure, because it it'll be this, and then we will go right into Walking Dead at 8 central so at 7 central you'll see this and here's the promo for the show in 2006 oj simpson gave a no holds barred interview including his gripping account of what might have happened that fateful night for over a decade the tapes of that infamous interview were lost until now i'm going to tell you a story you've never heard before it takes place the night of june 12 1994 And it concerns the murders of my ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her young friend, Ronald Goldman. Forget everything you think you know about that night. Because I know the facts better than anyone. This is one
13: story the whole world got wrong. Does he confess? You be the judge. O.J. Simpson. The Lost Confession. Sunday, March 11th on Fox. I
1: will be there. You kidding me? I'm watching that.
6: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I'm watching that. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I'm watching that. Right? I mean, that's um, well worth Net. it. Sports The word Fox. is he supposedly tells. I mean, it's kind of like the book, right? Where yeah, he tells I so, yeah. if, I did, if I if I did it, here's what if, I would have done. Right. So I, <laughs> I. I mean, don't we've know. talked
18: before. I, you know, I still it's OJ. That's the juice. I like I, you know I like him so I'm glad he's out and I hope everything's okay for him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? You know what? I just thought of something. The uh, the Las Vegas shooting. Remember how that was like oh, hours? Yeah, but, well, because uh, after he was released, yeah. You know what? Anything's plausible now in Las Vegas, so maybe he is connected. Maybe we can get him back in that way.
18: Maybe. Ooh, hmm. be tough. Uh, congratulations. Uh, whether you smoke, vape, or eat it, New Yorkers are consuming more marijuana than any other city in the world, eat according it. to a new study. Yay! Congratulations. Eat it. I saw a couple tweets uh, that, uh,
6: yeah. You're
1: marijuana
2: brownies. Oh, brownies I'm sorry. Them. I was thinking just chewing the leaf. I'm, go ahead.
18: Um, and you can <laughs> put it in other items. Like what? That you, that you bake. Uh, I
1: don't know. I,
2: I want you to enlighten me here. I just, where are you going with
18: it's this? It's not just kale you can put in the smoothie. I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, I noticed a bunch of tweets last night from people who are still living in New York and walking the streets, saying that it's getting really bad. Uh, that you know, like I, I didn't notice uh, the smell of marijuana often uh, walking the streets in New York when we were there. But uh, in the last uh, five years or so, it's gotten really bad, according to uh, people that are still walking the streets. But New Yorkers consume more than 77 tons of weed each year, according to this. Um, good for them. Uh, this Dr. Igor Zavarenko, uh, one of the few doctors in the city allowed to prescribe medical marijuana to patients, was extremely surprised by the ranking. He suggested it might have to do with the absence of certain cities in the study. I mean, he's... You know, saying, "Oh, well, Holland, Amsterdam is the capital of marijuana use right now." I really don't. I really doubt they don't have the numbers. Well, yes, it's also legal there. Uh, here in the states, is still considered still considered a Schedule One drug. That's kind of surprising to me. I mean, you have heroin, LSD, and then pot. Stop. Doesn't make any sense to me Mm-mm. why it would be still a schedule. Warm. What a surprise
1: that it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any you. sense. Just smoke a, a little pot. Dude, mm-hmm. who, who among us?
18: And the United <laughs> Kingdom.
1: <laughs> doesn't go. do any good to say it. I know. Because,
18: in, in the United Kingdom, uh, uh, my, this was a really smart, cool story where uh, mm-hmm. the police were uh, in a, a small city and they said, you know, it's snowing and ice and there's a giant storm. How come that house doesn't have any snow on it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because it's a grow house. Uh, And and, uh, there's some pictures of really nice pot plants in that house. I will say that. But uh, the uh, tweet was, uh, whilst the snow has kept the burglars at bay, it's also helped us in finding some rather large plants. I wonder why there's no snow on your roof. 280 plants seized from uh, this address. Some of them nearly six feet tall, as you can see in the pictures. I mean, big plants. So, I, I mean, if you're in a grow house, you should probably, I don't know, do it someplace that doesn't snow. (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> <laughs>
18: it's just a thought. Mm-hmm. I've seen. I know a couple of neighborhoods that uh, I've lived close to, not you know, in the particular neighborhood that I know that I I know, it was a grow house, you know, because you never see people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always kept nice, shades closed, everything's nice. Once a week, the trash can get taken out, back to the back to the side of the house.
1: Nobody. But nobody lives there. They nobody just, you just they don't just ever see anybody. There. Yeah. Really? I mean, I know it was a grow
18: house. Wow. I just know. I know they showed up in the middle of the night, pulled in the garage, take care of business and leave. I just, you could just sense it. Hmm. And then I, I stopped by once just to knock on the door and see if somebody was there. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I wouldn't do that. Cause I was afraid somebody would answer. And then I'd have to, <laughs> then you'd have hey, to, Hey, how you pop. doing? Yay. <laughs> just thought I'd stop by. See how you doing? <laughs> well, you know, we were just talking about uh, marijuana still being a schedule one. It's not going anywhere from that list. As long as Donald Trump is president, I'll tell you that. Um, he, uh Broached the idea of insinuating the death penalty for drug dealers uh, yesterday. Yay! Wait, what? I mean, he's on fire. I love him. I, he's become. I'm becoming uh-huh. more of a fan every day.
1: What a week he's had.
18: Every day. It's been quite some, a week. Some countries have a very, very tough penalty. The ultimate penalty. Trump said at this uh, his opioid crisis conference. And by the way, they have much less of a drug problem than we do, so we have to be uh, very strong on penalties. Um, no, they don't have a much less of a drug problem, sir. Uh, they just have dictators that kill the people that. N- oh, you're taking drugs, dead. Oh, you're a drug dealer, dead. Uh-huh. But in uh, in stories and news reports, uh, the uh, the so-called uh, druggies and the problem, uh, they're just in hiding. Um, but good luck uh, convincing him of that. Um, I mean, he's already rolling out his policy in the next three weeks. He's spoken to Attorney General Jeff Sessions, and he wants to file lawsuits against the opioid companies. He's amplified the theme of harsher penalties for those who traffic uh, illegally in drugs. I mean.
2: You know, you just said strong on whatever the quote was. You said we got to be strong on. Yeah. Uh, And just what was it? Uh, sorry, there. strong. That's
18: all right. So we have to be. We have to have, have to be uh,
1: very strong on penalties. Okay,
2: that, that all I can hear is got to be really strong on mentally ill.
1: Yeah. That's that was his quote yesterday. Strong on mentally ill. Got to be strong on strong on penalties. Strong on mentally ill. <laughs> strong on military. Strong, strong on strong on, on yeah. Well, that's probably true, right? Strong mm-hmm. on trade sanctions. That's where he's at. Strong on Right. He was up. Being strong on Twitter this morning. <laughs> first thing in the morning, man. He started. Sky. Let's see, what what did he tweet this morning? It was. Mm. Let's see the tweet. Yeah, we got the tweet picture oh, no.
2: there. Got to see the tweet. Oh, is is, the is that thing, the one first thing great, his mind.
1: where he had a great meeting, or was that nope, last night? No,
2: no. That was last night. Last
18: night was the great so meeting he wakes with the up NRA. this morning.
2: And uh, at 5. F- uh, yes, it's that one. At 5.42 a.m. Eastern Time. Alec Baldwin he, was dying. He, he's, uh, no, you guys, you guys didn't use the uh, image that I sent you. Oh, you, know, you used the first, well, the
1: first one was the one Come where on. he screwed up, right? That yeah, it was, it was Alec. the one yes. I sent
2: you guys. Yeah. Come so on now.
1: He misspelled the name. He misspelled oh. dying. Yeah, yeah. He It's just. Well, he was busy. He was busy. I'll he was concentrating. It it's worth seeing. <laughs> it is worth seeing. It's really Come
18: funny. Come on, guys. Let's uh, it, it's really funny as he does that. It's sad. All right. Um, it's really sad. It is. And while they're looking for that, I won't uh, – we can wait on the, uh, the video challenge, uh, the YouTube video challenge uh, warning after there are a couple of stories here so you can find the Trump tweet. Um, pizza for breakfast, healthier than eating cereal, <laughs> says Nutritionist. Uh, duh. I mean, huh. it's fine. out The average slice of pizza and a bowl of cereal with whole milk contain nearly the same amount of calories. Well, that may be true, but uh, the pizza snacks have a larger portion of protein, and you're not going to get the quick sugar crashes like you do with a bowl of cereal. Mm. The pizza is going to keep you sustained and uh, keep you focused better throughout the day. I mean, I think that, that really should just go without saying. I mean... If there's any do, living, if there's any living example of how good pizza is for you, I, I imagine you just eat both, right? Pizza
1: and cereal. Some days Would you get the, you have a bowl Plus, of cereal and then you get the sugar crash and have some pizza and then some waffles, right? <laughs> and an egg or ten.
2: <laughs> <laughs> egg or ten. <laughs>
1: No, an egg or ten. Or it ten. wasn't an egg or ten. It was no, it's an egg, egg or,
18: ten. or ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I understood exactly what you were saying. <laughs> I, I don't know how <laughs> Keith did. got confused
1: on but, that, yeah, but know, I'm I with know. you. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs>
2: they do have the. Uh, the right, i don't see season. the Trump
1: tweet. Okay. The original so, one.
2: There we go, Alex. There we Baldwin. go, baby. Who's dying? D I E I N G. Because yeah, that's how you oh, spell it, Mr. Man. President. I mean, that's Come the on. first thing on his mind this morning. And and my hypothesis is, he wakes up, he gets on the toilet, he types that out, and nobody around to say, "Dude, Alex check
18: was also agony. Those who were forced to watch you. Um, I must say, uh, it's so random. The uh, Alex Baldwin Trump Alex wasn't bad, <laughs> and it was funny to watch. It wasn't agonizing there, Don. Uh, was well, obviously it was for you um sad and he can't help himself to
6: comment Yeah, and he refers
18: to himself
2: as djt you know playing djt no playing you playing you right and think about it it's a friday morning Mm -hmm. we are a week away from the last snl i don't know if there was a trump impersonation on it or not but it's like he wakes up and that is on his mind
18: i know that's you know that's that's our president i know Uh, Also, one warning uh, for parents. Uh, You were concerned maybe about the Tide Pod challenge. Uh, You were concerned about uh, some other challenges going on YouTube. Uh, Right now, there's a new video challenge uh, Mm. going on YouTube uh, that uh, makes you have people uh, put their skin to the red hot coil of stovetops
6: and uh, just burn their arms. Oh, that's good. Uh, it's
18: good. Yeah, that's the new challenge, and they want to make sure that you uh, make sure that you uh, uh, copy it, oh. so that uh, you know you can put it on YouTube Stop. and uh, show yourself burning your arm on the coils of the stove.
2: That's like a thirty-something so old man.
18: So be sure to talk to your children. Uh, one of my favorite
3: ones. What?
18: One of my favorite ones was a, a guy, a, a man, and his child were no? were sitting there, and uh, he turned on the stove, mm-hmm. and then he went to do it, and he turned around, and looked at the camera, and said, "Do you think I was really going to do this, you idiots?" Nobody, and he bitched. And he bitched the people out for yeah. doing it, which I thought was really
2: good. But the video you just these, showed us—yes,
18: the video I showed you was guys, someone doing I mean, it. I mean, um, one know, of the things that I have—these
1: are the same people that are instructing I, I, us on yes. gun control right now. Correct. Breaking news. people I will people say these are, dumb.
18: These are not uh, these. I know they keep calling them YouTubers because <laughs> these people are posting mm-hmm. these up on YouTube, but they're not really the YouTubers. You know, the YouTubers aren't burning their arms on coils of stoves that are burning hot. They're just not. Yeah, these are dumbasses with a camera. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And I and I kind of want to separate that a little bit because you know the YouTubers are getting
1: a bad enough rap as it is these days. But these are the kids that are going to counsel us in the way. A, that's the first thing the I thought way of. Forward on. Gun hey, they're gonna, with Pat, they're going to fully counsel, developed
18: minds. They're going to counsel us on the way forward yeah. on everything.
1: on everything. These are the. That's what I heard last night. It just sent a chill through my body. These are the leaders. These are the leaders. Com- are they leaders. What the hell? I hope I'm gone by then. Because holy crap. (laughs) Well, well, think of this. What? What are they going to lead us to? I know they know nothing about the Constitution. Yes. They know nothing about U.S. history. They know nothing about anything important. Well,
18: they, Pat, they can lead us to the uh, to the workshop going on at the University of North Florida's annual Sex Week. They can lead to that. Oh, they could. Yeah, yeah. they lead to that where we Sorry. you know we have That's classes good. on uh, polyamory and the alternative to cheating. We have a, you know good good talk. Okay, at Sex yeah. Week, yeah, we got that going for us. Uh huh. They can do that.
2: Right? Jeez.
1: too many words I don't know yeah I don't even know what you're talking about so <laughs> you
18: need to take class or exactly <laughs> what guess, are you talking about I guess so there's plenty of other classes we can go yeah, down we're the all list all out of time and I know but there's the week that yeah, launched
1: innovative love to hear it but can't um <laughs> if you're not properly maintaining your filters if it's been a year or a year and a half or you don't even can't even remember when the last time you changed your filters uh you need to change your filters. And that's where FilterBuy.com comes in. Go to FilterBuy.com right now and check out the 600 different filter sizes they have. So you can search on size. Uh, if by some chance they don't have your particular size, they'll custom make one for you. then it's shipped free right to your door within 24 hours. I don't have it's to convenient. go pick it up or anything? Fast. You don't have to pick it up. You don't have to go to Home Depot or Lowe's or any of that Ace Hardware. I hate going into those stores. It just makes my skin crawl because I'm thinking, I know there's something I, I should do. do in here. I don't want to. It's I don't want to. That guy over there, maybe he'll do it for me. <laughs> yes, I'll pay him. I'll pay him. $50,000 to go fix my toilet. I don't know what's wrong with it, but I'll give you 50000 Everything in my savings account right now. You don't have to go through any of that. No, that's nice. That's good. Uh, that's, that's smart. Yeah, it is smart. And it's, they ship it uh, fast and free, and everything's made right here in America. Filter by offers a, a multitude of Merv options all the way up to hospital grade. So you're going to get filters that remove the dust and pollen, the allergy-causing nonsense that's floating around in your air at your home and giving you allergies and sickness all winter long right now save five percent when you set up auto delivery it makes it more convenient and you just save money and time and you'll breathe better so go to filterbuy.com that's filterbuy.com filterbuy.com
0: you are listening to pat gray on the blaze radio network unleashed
1: uh-huh i am it's true uh we're talking about the gun control stuff uh got some uh tweets here by the way Mm. maybe i should explain what i'm doing right now it's uh at pat unleashed i
2: actually i keep the leash over here in the box Mm -hmm. so if you if you need to be re-leashed
1: that would help no i think i think it's okay Okay. uh from s hornick the third i don't believe it's guns but i honestly don't believe it's the video games that's fine I mean, we're just trying to noodle this out. I don't know for sure what it is, obviously. But I, I think it has something to do with the games. I, I think some of these kids are unstable to begin with, and they lose track of, uh, of their of feelings, of, of sensitivity to, to life. Anyway, he says, I believe it is simply a lack of moral compass in our now-anything-goes society, and that's, you know,
2: mm-hmm. that's
1: very possible. Mm-hmm. Morgan 65, 536, things that are never done right. Tariffs, trades, Marxism. Mm. Hashtag, stick that in your pipe. Yeah, come Thank on. You. Thank you. Stick that in your uh, pipe. Mine mandate, I've had the exact same unsolved issue with the VA twice. Mm. Hashtag fix the VA. Mm. Ah, man, we need to do that for our heroes. for uh, for, uh, for everybody who serves, they just... Deserve so much better than we're giving them. So much better. Uh, Mercenary Grip writes, So a person with a developing brain can't buy a firearm, but they're fine to vote for the leader of the free world. Yeah, I don't think so, frankly. No. (sighs) No. Lost Libertarian? Uh, I assure the military does not make 18-year-old more rational and less impulsive most of the time. It helps, but they're still young and dumb, as it were. I know I I was still.
2: In the case of Jeffy, I mean he's like 112, and
1: and look how stupid he he's is. He's old and dumb. Look how stupid he is. So, so I mean it does happen to where you just you just never recover from dumbness, from stupid. You just don't recover. Sometimes stupid is a lifelong process. It's a life, lifelong. And again, we ailment. give you Jeffy. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Free speech Friday. Anything goes. Whatever you want to talk about.
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I love the report that uh, Donald Trump met with the NRA, NRA last night. NRA says, "Yeah, he's not for gun control." <laughs> it's more proof. Seriously, if he's not committed to something, yeah. and he's not committed to a lot of things, because he's <laughs> just not thought about him. Honestly, <laughs> I think even don't the hardest core supporters have to admit there are things he's just he hasn't considered. He hasn't needed to. He didn't care about him. He's doing other things. Abortion was one of them because he said something ridiculous about abortion. They got to him and then they completely changed what he said. And and the same thing is true on gun control. He doesn't know what he's he doesn't know. The last person in his ear mm-hmm. wins. Yeah. Last person to talk to Trump on an issue, in this case, the NRA, wins. I mean, <laughs> At that meeting the other day, every Democrat who had a that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll add that. Add that too. Oh, Diane Feinstein, great idea. Mm -hmm. Add that too. Chuck Schumer, that's a great idea. I love that. Add that too, Mr. President. um, Add it. Add yeah. it, too. Bef- yes. Before yes, what you, he yeah, said. Add it.
2: Okay. Add be- it. Before you There's speak. There's another thing no, I like. Add it. No, I'm trying to we tell you. We can get
1: this done. We're going to get all of it done. We are gonna. We can do this. We can get it signed. We're going to get it done, and we're going to get it signed, and it's going to happen. Before you speak. Done. Put it in. Tweet. Or
2: meet with anyone? Uh-huh. Can you just please? Can we just rotate the folks that you're going to talk to right before you head into the
1: room? Uh, whether it be ben take Sass, this guy out of the room. Take this guy ben out of the Sass, room. Mike Lee, beat him with clubs. Beat him. Rand beat Paul, him with clubs. Take this guy out. Ted Cruz. Get him out of the room. Get sure him out of the one room. Of those guys. Everything else, I like. I, I like what everybody said here. Everybody at this table, I love it. Don't taste me, bro. Put it all in. Put it all in. We'll get it signed. We can do that. We can do that, we can do that too. We can do that. <laughs> and we can do that. He
2: wants to be loved by uh, everyone. Yep it's insane man lead
1: he's got a thing i don't know what it is i something happened in his childhood where he didn't get (laughs) enough love from his dad or i I don't know what the deal is quite honestly but um he wants to be loved he wants to be admired and he'll do almost anything he'll as long as he again as long as it's not at his core and Mm -hmm. i don't think gun control is i don't think the second amendment is i don't know that the constitution is frankly I don't know that he spent a lot of time in his life thinking about the United States Constitution or learning about it. I mean, let's just be honest. He doesn't know the Constitution. We all know that. Does anybody believe? I'd love to hear from you. If you believe and you can make the point that Donald Trump has a real core feeling about the Constitution, let me know because I've never seen it.
2: The core that, that we've ever seen of him was about 10 or 15 years ago in that interview he was doing was it with Tim Russert where he was just like, yeah, you know, I got New York values. Right. I mean, that's his
1: core, man. And that's, and that's what that's what Ted Cruz was talking about when he said the guy has New York values. Then he used it against him. Well, you're the one who said it in the first place for the love of... That's what pissed me off so much during that campaign. Mm-hmm. It was he who said the New York values. And then he uses it against uh, Cruz when Cruz mentions it. Mm. I mean... No reason to relitigate the campaign. Cruz lost. He's not the nominee. And uh, Donald Trump is the president. So.
2: Stick that in your.
1: Yeah. yeah just put forgetting. that in your. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that one. Pipe. No. I don't want to do that But one. don't smoke it because I'm not that committed to it. Well, secondhand smoke too. In a tiny room here. So now we've got the Debbie Wasserman Schultzes of the world. Uh, pushing this kind of stuff down our throats.
4: We can't ignore the fact that Democrats had control of the White House and Congress in 2009 and 2010, and this wasn't a priority. Thank you. So why is the action coming now, and why is the push coming now?
5: Well, it was a priority. Uh, We we moved legislation in the House at at that point. We did Mm. not... We were not able to get the 60 votes for those proposals in in the Senate, but but that's that's n- not an excuse. I mean, these these you use it, issues, then? making sure that we can do something mm-hmm. about eliminating eliminating military style weapons military-style from, from, society, from society, society, wow. and only making sure that only people who are in should. the military mm-hmm. can use utilize them rather than civilians.
1: Okay, that's the worst idea of all time because that's the antithesis of the Second Amendment. Uh, thank you for. So clearly defining it uh, for us, Debbie, <laughs> the point of the Second Amendment is that you're armed. You're armed to an adequate level that you could fight off the government if you need to, or mm. some other government that invades us if you need to. We've talked about this many times. The Soviet Union, when the Cold War was going on, they had many plans to invade the United States if they ever chose or thought they had to or think, thought they could. Uh, obviously, they didn't believe they could, but none of those plans, none of those plans included invading through the Mexican border into Texas. Really? Why?
2: Because the river is hard to cross. Obviously, no
1: human being could ever cross the, the Rio It's the Rio Grande. Grand. It's impenetrable. It everybody from Kansas. <laughs> nobody can penetrate <laughs> the Rio Grande. In some places, it's two inches deep. I mean, see, that's, you can't. <laughs> expect
2: the Ruskies to be able to handle that. No, they couldn't
1: have. They couldn't have, and that's why. Well, that and the fact that they knew Texans were armed to the teeth, and they didn't want to deal with that. They didn't want to deal with that, because they knew that if you're armed, you're going to resist the invading force. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that make sense? A a military-style weapon, if there is ever a time, and does anybody think we're completely exempt from ever being invaded? That will (laughs) never happen. That can't happen Ugh. the the united states government can't become oppressive okay for democrats you hate donald trump can he not you've called him a fascist so now while there's a fascist in office in your mind you want to disarm the american people really is that a good idea i mean how stupid is this uh uh, Daryl in Connecticut. <laughs> I just frustrated myself. Uh, you're on the blaze. Hi.
19: Hey, uh, good afternoon, guys. Hey. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, get in on the discussion, uh, conversation about uh, free trade and tariffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to, I'm not really sure if I'm for or against. I mean, I think I agree with a lot of uh, what the Republican establishment or, you know, the way the conservatives have argued it in yeah. the past, mm-hmm. but... There are some things to take into account. Like Um, Ronald Reagan was for tariffs when it came to Harley Davidson to protect Harley back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Um, Around the year around the turn of the century, 1900, uh, you had three nations that were considered the great three great free trading nations on the planet: Germany, the United States, and Great Britain. But Mm -hmm. only one of them actually practiced it, and that was Great Britain. And what happened? The United States and Germany eventually overcame Great Britain uh, replacing Great Britain as the great economic power of the previous century uh, if you look at other mm-hmm. countries say China practice uh, you know tariffs and they don't seem to suffer because of it um, you know if they're able to do it and not to mention they also it's a lot of its slave labor and how could a country like ours or Western Europe compete against uh, you know there's unfair advantage that they have, you know, dumping their products onto our shores Mm -hmm. and, you know, how can our, you know, uh, factories, industry, Mm -hmm. how can they compete against that? Not to mention, you know, I don't, you know, when it comes to toys and, you know, stuff that's not real important to national defense, I don't really care too much free trade. You know, I don't really care. But when it comes to core industries, steel, Uh, anything military-related that our our, uh, military would need in a time of war, Mm -hmm. that I think does need to be protected to some extent. But, you know, stuff that's frivolous or whatever, uh, you know, it probably doesn't, uh, as to what would be. I mean, you could say maybe in the food industry, certain things in the food industry.
1: But um, Well, the reason it doesn't work in this day and age is because if we slap a tariff on imported steel, they're going to retaliate. And they're going to retaliate a lot stronger than we do because they're able to. And it's going to rise. It's going to it's going to shoot the price of first of all steel in this country uh, through the roof, and anything we export is going to have is going to have a uh, tariff attached to it, and then that's going to hurt American companies. How do you get around that, Darold?
19: Well, but it also hurts them too. If we do it to them, they do it to us. We're both right. in the same boat. But they
1: don't so care. equals out. I mean, China doesn't just, China doesn't care anymore. They're using I think themselves. If we, pay, if, as, we,
19: if we do pay more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one person could make the argument, well, uh, pay more if that means you have more jobs in this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only thing I could also add to the discussion, that maybe, you know, it's worth paying more if you want to, you know, have the jobs in this country. Yeah, I but mean, the, if you don't really care about, you know, jobs mm-hmm. going elsewhere, then, you know, have the cheap prices. But if it means, you know, possibly having more jobs and you have to pay some more... I mean, how much more is it going to be, you know, when it really comes to it?
1: Well, it's about, t- and appreciate the call, um, it's about $2.3 million per job. Is that worth it? $2.3 million per job. Now, that's a pretty expensive job. And it's not paying $2.3 million, I guarantee you that. So, um, <laughs> the, the problem is, China, uh, if we're going to, it's got to be the war with, you've got to be a, a, in a trade war with China because that's our hu- our biggest deficit. So that's the country that we're going to mostly impose tariffs on. You don't think they're going to reciprocate, and you don't think they're going to use their own people now because they can. That's the difference now with China. They can use their own populace uh, as, their, as their base of buying goods. They can sell their, own, their goods to their own people now because their own people are doing better. They've brought with the hybrid of of the free market now that they use. It has brought 400 million people out of poverty. Those 400 million people now have spendable income on which they can purchase Chinese uh, items, Chinese products. So they don't have to sell to us anymore. They don't care.
2: Okay, so so you say we shouldn't make China angry, but um, I mean it's not like they have this huge arm, army or. Like, well, hold on it's not like they have like uh, uh billions yeah. of people right it's well, not like they have like a bunch of our debt that they might you I mean, know it's
1: not like they have 10 billion they only have 1.4 sure. billion yeah. people so i mean whatever i mean that's one-seventh of the world population so what and how much of our debt do they uh, own uh last i heard it was about two trillion dollars is that a lot no not today
2: <laughs> we just <laughs>
1: not, why don't anymore. we just print
2: a two trillion dollar bill and hand it to him? And say, yeah. we good?
1: Yeah, all set. Sure, there was a time when two trillion dollars was real money. That mm-hmm. uh, time has passed. Hey, somebody
2: in the room says that um, uh, mm-hmm. Daryl in Connecticut reminds them of Carl Specker from Caddyshack. Well, Bill Murray, oh, yeah, can you hear that voice in your head there? Uh, mm-hmm. did you miss that there? Uh, I, I tell to... them I'm a pro.
1: Yeah, I wasn't thinking about mm-hmm. it at the time, so okay. I'd have to go back, or maybe next time Darrell calls, we'll.
2: Okay. Yeah, because I'd like to. We'll I'd con, like to run those side by side next time. time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Becky in Indiana, you're on the Blaze. Hi.
2: Hey,
20: that is and Keith. Such hey. a pleasure to talk to you. Hey. Um, hey, my kids have had to put up with me listening to uh, Glenn Beck, the Glenn Beck Show, forever, and so <laughs> we've been listening to you for a long time. But now my daughter, uh, Liberty, is 14. She's turning 14 on Sunday, and she loves your show,
1: Pat. Oh, that's loves great! That's it. great. Thanks. Yeah, she
20: listens to the podcast. What a great well, name Everyday too, Liberty.
1: Liberty. That's awesome. You're raising them right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
20: Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, right. I I made them listen to Glenn Beck when they were kids, but now they know. <laughs> you know what's up. Right. Um. Yeah. And her dad's in the military, so. Mm, God so we, uh, Thanks for. We like the patriotism. Thank him theme, for his service so. for us. I will.
1: Right. I will.
20: Thank you. Um. So one. Thank you for asking how I'm doing. I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and, <laughs> and it's my daughter's birthday, so if you give her a shout-out, Liberty, happy birthday. Bye. Liberty, but happy God's birthday. woohoo!
2: Big one four. Okay.
20: And, uh, yeah, one four is a big one. Um, She actually, I have her with me. I took her out of school for lunch. She had a comment for you um, okay. on, on video games, on, on the effect that they actually have on kids her age. Okay. So I'm going to hand the phone to her. All right. Hello, Liberty. Yeah. Hi.
1: Happy, hi. Happy um, Happy birthday.
20: Thank you.
10: What,
1: what are you getting um, today? What are you getting for your birthday?
2: It's Sunday, man. Doesn't I have no idea.
1: No idea. I'm also having
10: a
2: heart attack. Oh, okay. That
1: not until Sunday. Man. It's exciting. Don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
17: Um. So, I have people in my class, just a few, who play, I think, first-person shooter games, and. They seem so detached, and they kind of talk about a lot of dark subjects. And my friends and I, well, we're one terrible at video games, and two, we don't play those kind of games, and we're a little more friendly toward each other, and we kind of just we have a better relationship than the people who are kind of standoffish. Kind of, they're kind of violent. They talk about violent things in like a jokish way, but you know, it just it has an effect on people.
1: Uh, Yes, they are more. Yeah, I'll bet it does. Um, So you've. I mean, you see uh, a discernible difference between the guys that are playing videos twelve hours a game a day and and those who aren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that. Very much. Yeah. So. Thanks, Becky. Appreciate it. Oh, and Liberty. Um, yeah. Appreciate the call. Um, it's. I I don't see how you can avoid that. How can you How can you avoid that if you're sitting in front of that all day long every day and they are, completely. Unmonitored by parents, because some parents don't care or aren't concerned about it, or don't want to intervene, or it's too hard, or whatever. Maybe they're not around. I don't know. Maybe they're at work, and they so they're just left to their own devices. And to their own devices, they play video games all day. You're telling me that doesn't have an effect on that brain? I I don't see how it could not have an effect. When you're continually shooting and killing things, brains splattering everywhere, blood, guts. Some of these mature audience uh, video games are ridiculous. For instance, um, what is that? Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can run over prostitutes. You can have sex with prostitutes. You, you can, can do more than run cops. over them. <laughs> yes, you can. You can kill police officers in this thing. I mean, really. You play that all day, all day long. That doesn't have any effect on you. You don't start. You don't start to have, I don't know, less sensitivity I, to human life. It's
2: an addiction. You know,
1: it becomes it, is. it
2: becomes something that you depend mm. on to get through the day. And you, mm-hmm. you know, with any addiction, uh, you you want more of it, and and you uh, need, um, I guess, a uh, harsher fix. I don't know. And uh, I can see where there would be I a can. connection there.
1: I mean, and and liberty's around these kids. I'm not. You know, um, my kids played video games, and but they they didn't play them all day. Moderation, moderation, moderation is all we're saying. In fact, they were unmoderated for a while, so I took them out completely, mm. and then you beat them. My wife reintroduced them oh. to the to the family, uh, but afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, they were reasonable with it, uh-huh. and so Good. you know, and, but there were certain video games that we did not allow them to buy. Yeah, I bet. I mean, that's,
2: and oh my gosh, that's what we call the role of a parent.
1: Wow. I, I hadn't looked at it that I way. I'll have
2: to explain it. It's going to take <sighs> too long to explain.
1: <laughs> Weird. 888 mm-hmm. 900 In all this gun talk, um, you know, one thing that you want to be, if you own a gun, is proficient with that gun, right? You want to be able to sh- hit what you're shooting at. Um, And there is a fantastic product that allows you to shoot your gun privately in your own home. How convenient is that? (laughs) Also, you save on ammo because that can get really expensive. So can range fees. And then you got all the hassle of driving to and from the range. Don't have to do any of that anymore. Just use your cell phone and an app that uses a laser from iTarget Pro. The laser comes in place of the bullet, so it detects exactly where your shots are landing. You see and hear it. It's really cool. Go to the letter I, then targetpro.com, and just watch that video. It'll introduce you and show you the whole thing. Really cool. It's absolutely amazing. Plus, you can save 10% right now if you use the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Uh, Competitive shooters, it just makes sense. They dry fire a lot more than they live fire because it's cheaper, and it helps their skill level so save money save time take your skill to the next level safely and effectively with itargetpro.com offer code pat it's the letter i then targetpro.com
0: pat gray unleashed the blaze radio network
1: Ray returns. Okay, uh, just to make that Debbie Wasserman-Schultz clip <laughs> even worse, Yeah. Uh, just a quick reminder, here's what she said about, you know, because she's asked. So, you guys were in office, you didn't do any of this. Why? We
4: can't ignore the fact that Democrats had control of the White House and Congress in 2009 and uh-huh. 2010, and this wasn't yeah. a priority. Right. So why is the action coming now, and why is the push coming now?
5: Um... Well, it was a priority. Uh, we, was. we moved sure. legislation in the House at at that point. We did, did not. We were not able to get the sixty votes for those proposals in in the mm. Senate. But oh. but that's that's not an excuse. And yet I'm using it as an excuse. I mean these these uh, issues, these, these issues. Making sure that we can do something about. A- okay, and she
1: continues with taking uh, military-style weapons away from civilians because they shouldn't have them, but the government should. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, the antithesis of the Second Amendment. Anyway, Tom Sheehan tweets out that the Dems had a filibuster-proof Senate during the first two years of Obama. That's Obama. Right. So they not only did they have the House and the Senate mm-hmm. and the presidency, but mm-hmm. they also had sixty votes. It was a sixty forty split for a while in the Senate, mm-hmm. where they could have gotten anything they wanted passed, yep. anything. They wanted could not have been stopped by the Republicans. And they didn't do it. They didn't do it.
2: Thankfully, thankfully, right out of the gate, they got to gun control. Oh, no, that's right. It was the Lily Ledbetter Act.
1: Lily Ledbetter.
2: Equal pay. How many times did
1: they talk about that? (laughs) Well, we passed the Lily Ledbetter Act. Uh, Uh, Thank you for doing that. That, Man, we were all screaming, hey, why don't you do something about the Lily Ledbetter thing? (laughs)
2: So what did they do? I am just trying to think back to the first two
1: years here without too much googling here. Well they, they their only focus was healthcare. Yeah,
2: it was healthcare, it was a stimulus. Yeah. It was the clunker, yep. junker, bullcrap buyback.
1: Yep. It was uh Oh, it was terrible. Didn't they get like terrible. Frank
2: Dodd done during those two years? Probably. I just shut up. You they, didn't care. Oh my god. You gosh. didn't have the oh you s- shut up.
1: Fact is they could not have gotten it through the American people. The American people would have absolutely shot it down at the time. So to speak. So to speak. (laughs) I see what you did there. Violent rhetoric alert. Uh
6: Whoop, whoop,
1: whoop. 888-900-3393. in Iowa. Welcome to the blaze.
6: Hey,
9: Pat, I want your opinion on something here. Okay. In my paper, 20 years ago, this guy threatened um, Clinton. Okay, his name is Terrence Rooney. He got 20 years in a mental hospital. You have two Congresswomen that threatened to kill the president, one from Missouri and that waters. Yes. Isn't that promoting violence?
1: Uh, Yes. Yeah. And there was no, there was no repercussion about that. None. They got away with that completely. There were no consequences. It is disgusting. You're right. Thanks, Ron. Um, Not only that, but I've had this story uh, for a while. Um need to find it really quick. It is a story about a professor who said he wouldn't mind seeing Donald Trump dead.
2: Whoa. What?
1: This should be huge news. Northeastern University, Barry Bluestone, who's a professor of economics at Northeastern in Boston, uh, made a death-related comment about President Trump. He received his Ph.D. in economics, blah, blah, blah. He told everybody gathered for a January lecture on law and inequality in the U.S. that he'd be all right with Trump being ousted from the White House, even by death. Okay, is that not something that the Secret Service should visit him and at least talk to him about? I mean, is that—it is something that the Secret Service would normally consider a threat a potential threat, and you'd at least Mm -hmm. look into it. But for some reason, leftists and professors at these universities can do and say anything they want, as can some of these Congress people like Maxine Waters. Uh, They make death threats on the president. They've done it several times. Yes,
2: she says, I'm going to take him out. Right? (laughs) What does that that mean?
1: mean? If a Republican had said that about Barack Obama, it would have been racist, it would have been a death threat, uh, and whoever said it wouldn't be in office anymore. It's just that simple. Or if somebody on the air, on the radio said it, they wouldn't be on the radio anymore. They wouldn't have a job. Why is there this double standard? 888-900-3393. We still have another half hour of fun coming up. And whatever you want to talk about here on this Free Speech Friday. 888-900-3393.
0: The Blaze Radio Network.
1: Pat Gray. 888 thirty three ninety three. you can tweet us at Pat Unleashed, uh, as Andy did. So riddle me this, it isn't okay to sell firearms to an underdeveloped mind, but it's totally fine for Congress to be full of politicians who are on prescription Alzheimer's meds. Huh. Yeah, you remember the uh, pharmacist who right. delivers to Congress said that that concerned him. He's delivering some of the medication he's delivering is to treat Alzheimer's. You know, people keep saying in their article after article, what's wrong with Nancy Pelosi? I, I frankly don't know. I'm not a doctor. I, but something's going on there. What about uh, Harry Reid? Same deal. And that, in fact, Thad Cochran. That guy, I I think he died about six years ago. And they just prop him up in the Senate. You might be right. I, I mean, there's some serious concerns there. Really are. Uh, Governor G. Porter says... Could it be the dark, disturbed people gravitate towards violent and murderous video games as an outlet and eventually go psycho with a gun at their school? Yes, I agree that video games have an effect, but just an additional thought. And that doesn't mean mean everybody who plays video games is going to go crazy. That means that some people have a propensity to begin with, and then maybe, I don't even know this for a fact, I'm just bringing it out as a possibility. Maybe the video games contribute, and... Push it a little bit further. Magnum Grimlock, how would those students in Florida have felt if an armed teacher was able to put the shooter down before anything really horrific could happen? Would they still be pushing for gun control? Yeah, they probably would. Um, but maybe not like this. Maybe not at this time. I think they still believe those things, but it, it just would not be like this. Uh, Tabby and Jayco3, the Stovetop Challenge provides a valuable function for society. It makes a permanent brand telling everyone that these people should never be put in a position to make <laughs> any decisions <laughs> I mean how dumb is that why why would you do just the i guess just the attention you get
2: just people you get a
1: few more subs on your youtube channel maybe uh-huh, but hip. i mean that hurts for a long time afterward you're going to need that treated it's probably a third degree burn that probably going to scar idiot got boy you're dumb Yep, and the
2: only stovetop tra- uh, challenge that I'm interested in would be and I bet Stuffing Jeffy instead of potatoes. Yeah, Jeffy would join me. <laughs> he Absolutely. would.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know he would. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Austin, in South Carolina. Welcome to the place.
16: Hey, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, so I was just calling in on this video game topic. Okay. Um, I just wanted to say I'm a huge supporter of second amendment. I don't actually agree with what uh, president Trump is doing. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a CCW. It's the old carry um, permit holder. Okay. Uh, and I was actually a professional gamer at one point playing grand theft auto playing halo when I was 11 years old, come out on the original Xbox. Uh, the whole gaming community I know, which is a lot of people, uh, a lot of them shoot in real life. A lot of them own ARs, AKs, HKs, whatever you want to, uh shoot and uh i mean they they're some of the most sound people i've ever met uh, i i'm a, from i'm 24 so as a young person uh to grow up in the video game world someone who did play 12 hours a day every day for years wow um, did you really yeah i mean i was a wow. gamer i played i so played computer games you, i played uh, you
1: actually made money from doing games um so this was i was not
16: Old enough to play in travel tournaments, so okay. we played um, a lot of online tournaments. And you get you don't get real money; you get um, coins for games and tournaments. It's uh, there's a, a whole bunch of ladders and leagues. Um, but now so there is offered, there
1: is big money for that, right? Don't on yes, the, there yeah, is. And
16: like unfortunately, I don't have the time to do that anymore. I I do home improvement down here in Charleston, so I'm I'm pretty busy Monday through Friday. So video games with that and have my fiance you know video games right. are really a big part of my life <laughs> yeah, okay although i do still play but <laughs> i shoot all the time too so i would just argue maybe uh, morals and the way people are raised and taught um, mm-hmm. and and that's how i was taught morals and i was taught i was raised right in my opinion and uh, i i don't ever have these thoughts
1: no i believe and, uh, that i i, played, I, I absolutely I believe Gears
16: that the war, war and i mean all the brutal games you can
1: think of but do you do you um do you think there is a possibility that somebody who's troubled to begin with, somebody who's who's not as stable as you are and your friends are, could that affect them? Or do you dismiss that completely too?
16: Um No, I, I guess I could get along. I could get I could get with that. Um it's it's such a, there's just so many people that play video games and, yeah, I and know. stuff. I feel like if it was that, is true. that big of a problem, there would be a lot more of these problems. But then I guess one could argue that since these video games are more violent, violent, this is happening. Well, some would argue more. You guys are saying it happens less now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I haven't looked into the statistics yet, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I would just, um, I really, I think it's about morals. Uh, I think, uh, and,
1: and, um, yeah. Okay. I, I, I. That's definitely true as well. Appreciate it. Thanks, Austin. I think there's a lot of factors. The moral decay in our society definitely one of them. One of them. The fact that some people are, you know, uh, maybe don't have really good parental influence is another factor. Maybe video games fit into that. Violent movies. I. I don't know. I don't know. But we. That's the. That's, th- these are the hard issues we have to look into. It's so easy to just say eliminate guns. I mean, that's just a stupid, easy, mindless answer that's not going to fix anything. It didn't in Australia, and it didn't in the UK. Why would it fix it here? Strict, strict gun control laws have not fixed Chicago or Washington, D.C. Quite the opposite.
2: Our kids aren't getting smarter. Maybe we should eliminate just schools and just have (laughs) families teach their kids.
1: And speaking of schools, there's a lot, there's a good segment of society. I'm kind of in that segment that thinks bringing God back into this picture
2: would help. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said that on the air. I know. Is it too late to dump that? Yeah. Ron?
1: Yeah, boy, it's out there in the ethos now. Dang it. All right. I mean, you're going to have to live with the consequences. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Barbara in Ohio, welcome to The Blaze.
21: Hi, Pat. Hi. I've had a stomach ache ever since I watched your video on the New Orleans gun confiscation. My question, and I thought maybe Keith could look up the answer, is were there any repercussions after that? Were there any lawsuits? Mm. Because, Mm. boy, people's Second Amendments were infringed. That would have gone all the way to the Supreme Court. Big time. My other question is who gave the orders to do that? and did anybody fight back
1: well let's I see. think they rolled over for it uh because
21: if, I never heard a thing about that yeah. never I am Isn't just that amazing
1: it's not amazing yes. happened so pre- I
21: was I was just wondering if there were any lawsuits
1: afterwards thanks a lot Barbara hmm. we will look into that am so I... apparently it looks like
2: maybe New Orleans mayor Ray Nagin um was responsible for that order. It. it I'm mm. just preliminary search. I'm so glad you asked me to do this because, yeah, that's a great question. Um, obviously, he's uh, in a federal prison for a completely unrelated <laughs> issue. Maybe we could tack this on. Um, but I miss yeah, him. Let I me him. <laughs> do you now. Yeah.
1: Chocolate City. Chocolate City guy.
2: Wait. I mean. Anyhow, we're going to look this up because I would love to know if there are any repercussions. Good research
1: if, project for the for the weekend, and maybe we come back. With and that if there Monday.
2: was, we sure surely didn't hear enough about this. How we didn't hear enough about it originally, as you can no.
1: see. because I I completely forgot they did that, and I'm not sure if until the other day I'd ever seen the actual report. Um, you remember the ABC reporter? What's his name? Bob. Uh Woodward? No, um, w- not Woodward. No, w- no. Well, yeah, it is Bob, isn't it?
2: Oh, Woodward wasn't he was the that's Woodward Nixon. and
1: Bernstein. Um, anyway, he it was seriously injured. He had a terrible traumatic brain injury in Iraq, uh, which took him a long time to recover from. But he eventually did. But that's it's interesting that uh, you know it was even his report, and that didn't spark anything. Because I mean, he's a big time respected journalist, and nobody paid attention to that. Or if they did, they did they just didn't care. Well, it's, I mean, a hurricane happened. You can't let people have guns in a hurricane. Yeah, we've discussed the hurricane clause on <laughs> yeah. this program before. I mean, it's don't an act invisible like, you know. ink, and you have yeah. to use lemon juice yeah. and heat to bring mar- that out. It's in
2: the margin off to the right
1: yeah. of the Second Amendment. Where it says, it shall not be infringed, parenthetically, yeah. in the margin. Yes. It says, except in time of really bad hurricanes.
2: Yeah, and you know who, who whose work that was? That was that magician, Ben Franklin, who said, hey, you know what? Let's hide this in here. Yeah. And maybe Let him work f- for this. Let lens. him work for this. Maybe somebody will find, like, a lemon <laughs> and, and a hairdryer. Ray Nagin
1: did. Mm-hmm. He found it. He found it. I and mean, so and uh, <laughs> that's why. Uh, well, you remember the uh, the documentary, National Treasure? Yeah. I mean, they showed that technique there. Well,
2: so. I mean, and look, and, and thank goodness, you know, Nicolas Cage came around when he did, mm-hmm. and, or else they wouldn't have even discovered mm-hmm. that hidden um, law.
1: Right. Because he's the one that figured that out, right?
2: Him exactly right. girlfriend from the museum
1: in that right. documentary. Who later went on to uh, live in Greece. Yeah, um,
2: chase a mummy around or something, yeah. I think, right?
1: No, she was in... Uh, oh, did I get the <laughs> Yeah, you got thing. the wrong. You just ruined the whole movie <laughs> discussion.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, disgust, sorry. Disgusted I'm, with I'm you now.
1: She was in Troy. Oh, really? Yeah, she was Helen. Wait, I thought, who's, Helen the, of who's Troy. the mummy chick? Uh that's Rachel, uh, Rachel Weezer twice. Mm-hmm.
2: So she's she
1: wasn't in that. One anymore. of those people we'd never see anymore. I know that. Yeah. What was she up to? I don't know. Huh. About five six,
2: probably. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at that. You nailed it. Five six. That's what I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: awesome. All right. Julie in Illinois, you're on the blaze.
2: Hi, Pat.
21: Hi Keith. Hey. hey. Um, okay. We had just, our house had just voted, and I know it's sitting on my governor's desk.
1: Your Illinois house? Yes. Okay.
21: Sorry about that. It's uh, Illinois gun control bills make felons out of magazine owners, put innocent gun owners in mental hospitals.
1: Oh, my gosh.
21: Yes. this is, It's going to go far, and, and this is just probably the start because they have that gun walk coming up them to meet and march for life whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Okay, House Amendment 1, HB 1468, increase the waiting period on black guns to 3 days.
1: Uh, on House black Amendment, guns? Yes, Whoa. black. What? We, <laughs> Whoa. Yes.
21: I think that's racist.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> but just because I mean, black makes it too scary to
21: I guess so. I guess Glenn was right. You know when I was listening to Martha I know again,
1: we've said that a million times and then it turns into reality?
21: Yes. Oh I guess my I guess they listen to you guys too.
1: Wow.
21: House amendment 1 to HB1467 is a, b- a bump stock trigger crank ban. House, House amendment 1 HB1465 is a ban on black guns. 50 caliber (laughs) rifles, and a standard magazine's anything that holds over 10 rounds for 18- to 20-year-olds who can today buy, possesses, and use said firearms.
1: Um, Are they confiscating magazines as well? Did you say they're confiscating them?
21: I don't know if they they are. The governor has not signed that yet.
1: But it is Um, on his – do you think both houses have – I mean, both – like oh, the yeah, House Michael incident.
21: Madigan that pushes everything in Illinois. Michael Madigan runs Illinois. Nobody else runs Illinois. Um, hmm. And it's anything. One measure makes it a felony to own two or more magazines capable of holding more than 15 rounds. Another allows anonymous complaints against owners that could get placed in a mental facility for observation at their own expense.
1: Oh, Wow. So not only do yeah. they place you in it against your will, but you have to pay for it.
21: Yes. I mean, this is like... Wow. It, it, it's... Wow. Like, I mean... That's not America. Keep, no. I mean, I already... I called up, and I was ranting to my governor's office, and he hung up on me. Ooh. And, um, and Ooh. I was not... I wasn't... I was just using facts I was using facts that you guys state all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was using common sense and I'm like you guys are letting Tide pod eating children um <laughs> make law. Yeah. I said y- you're you're not even like this is not going to do anything. What you're going to do? I said this will go to the Supreme Court. I-, I have to like I have a mom who's got cancer and it she she's very sick. So we're all not going to often leave her. Mm-hmm. but we need to get out of here. This is crazy. This is not never going to end here. And, and it's, I mean, oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, a ban on body armor. You could get arrested. So just say like, if you want to, like, work night or wow. taxi driver or a pizza delivery guy. You
1: can't wear body armor. Sh- yeah. That is just incomprehensible. That, appreciate that, Julie. Keep us uh, posted on that because, I, I mean, th- those have to be unconstitutional proposals. They have to be,
2: right? Thomas Jefferson would be really pissed right about now.
1: Oh, they're spinning like a lathe in their graves. (sighs) That's just absolutely outrageous. A ban on black guns. Okay, so if I spray paint it white, then it's fine? Hey, hey. It's okay then?
2: I think we found a loophole here. Yeah. But of course you would choose white to spray
1: paint it. If I spray paint it pink, is that okay? Does it look feminine and friendly, and um, Who do you think you are? Accessible.
2: I'm not going to allow you to identify
1: as a woman. No, I'm, I'm not identifying as anything. I just have a pink gun. No. Because I like pink. Nope. It's beautiful.
2: Not going to let you. Huh. All right. Polka dots, though. Wow, this is crazy.
1: Paisley-colored
2: guns. Well, all right.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, CosmoHertsKids.com. Let me tell you about that, because none of this other stuff makes sense. But this movement certainly does. And the founder is Victoria Hurst. Her family's company is the Hearst Corporation, and that they publish Cosmo. But she's not trying to drive Cosmo out of business. She doesn't want to censor the magazine. She believes in free speech, just like you and I do. She just believes Cosmo contains pornography that's harmful to children. So the goal is to have the material harmful to minor laws be applied in each state uh, to Cosmo, just like it is Playboy or Penthouse or whatever it is. Uh, and all you have to do is look at the cover of this month's issue of Cosmo, and and obviously teens are drawn to it. Mandy Moore is on that. Everybody loves This Is Us. She stars in that. And right at the top, even above the name of the magazine, hot sex skills. And then this, some of the hot sex skills are going to teach your thirteen and fourteen year olds are how to get and give extreme pleasure. Isn't that wonderful? To me, no, it's really not. Uh, If you want to read it as an adult, go ahead. But uh, this movement, CosmoHurtsKids.com, is about keeping that stuff out of the hands of children under 18. So if you believe in that as well, visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com.
15: You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at PatUnleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network.
0: to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. 888-900-3393. Hey, you know what else is interesting to keep an eye on this weekend? Uh, and by the way, this isn't this isn't the uh, Daylight Savings Weekend, right? That's next weekend?
2: Yeah, Jeffy says next okay. weekend. <coughs> Trust so, but verify.
1: Coming up this weekend, the Oscar uh, broadcast. And I will be fascinated to see if E! still uses Ryan Seacrest mm. on the red carpet. Mm. I mean, I hope they do but there's been threats that everyone is going to avoid him because of the accusation against him. Guy's been accused and found completely blameless blameless in it by the investigation, and still he's dealing with this crap. Um, Why would she say something like that if it's not true? I don't know. She was trying to get $15 million out of him. She said, hey, I'll stop saying this. For $15 million... And he said, no, 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 thank you. Uh, So good for him for sticking up to it. And, you know, most of these guys who are being accused don't even try to say they're innocent, even if I guess they are. They're just, oh, well, I support her right to say that, even though the events are remembered by me differently. That's about the strongest thing you can say. is just flat out saying, I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. It's not true. So, bless his heart for fighting the good fight if he's innocent. And I believe he probably I believe he is. No, probably about it. I just believe he is. 888 mm-hmm. 900 Todd in Pennsylvania. You're on the blaze. Hey, Pat.
8: Hey. So, I was thinking about these video games and their relation to the shootings. And while I don't think the games themselves, you know, I can sit and play a game
11: all day. It's not going to cause me to go shoot somebody. But mm-hmm. I think you're right on that point that they just desensitize yeah. people
8: Yeah, i, I think people had that same problem it, it could have had those same problems mentally that these people have now years ago but they weren't sitting in front of a game 8 12 15 hours a day shooting and killing people
1: yeah and i can't definitively state that but i think it's probably a factor i think it really could be but we should look into it we should at least be talking about it uh and yeah, for sure yeah thanks todd and, and that's why I was happy to see President Trump invite people from the gaming industry and in to talk to him about it. Now, I'm sure they think that their games aren't causing that too, but the discussion should be had. We should at least ask the question, right? Question with boldness. Oh, that's even good. Even the very existence of God.
2: Yeah.
1: Or if there be a God, he must surely rather honest questioning over blindfolded fear.
2: You should write this down, dude. Huh. Wow. Wait, where did you get that? was that? kind of profound. Just off the top I, of your I head, know, huh? it just came right out. Know. You know but what? But what what should ultimately, if anything, be done about video games?
1: Like, in other words, what is the solution? Um, I think we take them all and pile them up in a public square, uh, douse them with lighter fluid, and then throw a match on it. How? What could go? What could go wrong? Debbie, <laughs> is that you? <laughs> what is happening? Okay. As in Wasserman Schultz? As in Wasserman Schultz. Yeah. We've got to do something. I don't know. We'd, we'd have to. That's part of the discussion, right? Yeah, well, I don't know. First of all, it has to turn out to be a contributing factor, and then <laughs> you determine what to do about it. Because
2: I don't like losing freedoms. I, I don't like things no, taken away from me. I think
1: it's mostly me. a parenting issue. If parents knew that your children could be harmed by this in this way, I think you'd want to be a little more proactive in deciding what they're playing and what they're not so maybe
2: an age limit on video games is that what we're thinking
1: then that way you have well, to- again it's a parental issue i think you let the parents take over but they need to be armed with the information that your child might be affected really badly by this so and then if it, i don't know it's part of the big discussion though it's just okay. part of the discussion uh andre in new jersey you're on the blaze hi
13: Hey, how you doing there, Pat? Good. Uh, Listen, uh, I'm going to try and make this as quick as possible, but uh, my wife works for motor vehicle, um, and they have a sheriff's officer there every day. She just got word from the sheriff's department or sheriff's officer that um, Garfield, New Jersey, high school just got a lockdown. Now, the reason why I'm calling is because the day before was Lodi, New Jersey, had a school lockdown. And uh, two days before that, Dumont, New Jersey, had a school lockdown with a, uh, a teenager mm. making claims that he's going to shoot up the school. Jeez. Now, what this has to do with everything, I'm just speculating that it might, could possibly be maybe, okay, mm. uh, with all this hysteria, all the debate that's going on about so-called gun control, more right. like people control. Right. But... Um, I'm just wondering if this is not something to help push the debate further into the hands of.
1: Got the weekend to think about it.
0: See you Monday.